Ladies and gentlemen, RPGMP3.com and the Watson All Gamers would like to present tonight's feature. Kindly follow me through to the main hall. Have your feet, you honourable little perisher. Nutmeg, you are cleared to the Apishel jump point. Your flight plan is on file as of 0900 standard time today, 12th March 2170, Squawk 2495. Maintain heading 090 for orbital insertion lane 40. Ms. Kutau, this is Nutmeg, squawking 2495 on the go. Frequency change to Department Control confirmed at this time. Thank you. Contact Nushku Departure Control on channel 65, passing through 50,000 feet. Nushku Departure Control, this is Nutmeg, climbing through 50,000 feet, bound out system for Abishol. Nutmeg, this is Nushku Departure Control. We have you in radar contact. Standard departure profile, no need to contact orbital. Current weather shows clear. Good luck and Godspeed. Just good departure, this is Nutmeg. Thank you and good day. So, we're on. It's uh, just Ooh. gone up to 8 o'clock. Is Slide. another Thursday gone already? Goodness another me. Thursday gone. Slightly <laughs> short session because we've just had the uh, sort of shoot the breeze session about the games expo and you were just going to ask me something about the game well I was but I'll do you want to just bring us up to speed because it's in character really I was going to do it well it's very simple Um, last week if you remember in our last episode um, you'd managed to rescue one crewman uh, who'd fallen into a sort of catatonic state from, from a pinnace that was falling, not quite <laughs> fast right <trailer, laughs> no. Uh, nobody checked to see if the computer was insane. <laughs> Just to presume the other one. Anyway. Um, pinnace falling into the sun, you managed, you couldn't save the ship, but you did manage to save the guy. Sorry, I didn't manage to do this last week. Can I just go, <laughs> pinnace? <laughs> I think actually that did happen. Oh, did yes, yeah. it did. Right. Um, I mean, you were giggling like a lunatic as well. Yeah. It's a funny word. Anyway. <laughs> pinnace, 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 pinnace. <laughs> right, have we, have we done? Uh, I it's probably endless. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, so unfortunately the, the starship scrotum fell into the sun. You couldn't say that. <laughs> Sorry, Martin's face was just cracking me up then. <laughs> Full thrust, plunging into the sun. <laughs> right up to the maker's label. <laughs> Time for a black hole joke, anyone? Anyway, discharging its contents. Yes, oh. yes. yes. <laughs> it was in the Navy. <laughs> uh, I'm used to having discharge even on my hands. Oh. You're a chiropodist, what the hell going on? <laughs> <laughs> We have Navy types come in now. <laughs> <coughs> I, mean, I, I knew you were having trouble making ends meet, but really. Uh, <laughs> you know. So. Anything to turn an honest book? There was. Uh, an honest book, haven't you? It's lovely. Still on the straight um, th- There was a game. Well, the straight and narrow is hardly around, isn't it? Anyway. I've forgotten what we were playing now, but. Yeah. There, was, there was a game in there somewhere. Okay. A game? <laughs> So we rescued a crewman. You rescued a crewman, you got back to um, the asteroids. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> you got back to Alan's our base. <laughs> Both your hands are below the table level and you're gurning. What on earth are you up to? I'm masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright then. Yeah. I was just concerned in case you had very long arms. Excuse me while I just whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the noise. That's the one. That's the, the big crunky, loud, chunky, chunky, chunky noise. Oh, there we go. Right. Not a crinkling. <laughs> Sorry. Right. I'm not crinkling now. That's not me. Anyway. Sorry, I'm just waiting for the background so static. We got the. Um, you got back to Alan's so tape, didn't we? Yeah. The tape which you um, you haven't turned over to the people who actually own it. That's right. So you are technically in possession of stolen goods. Then. Yeah. That's, 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 that's the ship's log. Okay, I am. And um, the chap who saw you at the hospital said that you know they're taking care of the, of the crewman. He's had this amount of sedative uh, at this point in time. Right. And you. These tests um, have been carried out. These are the results so far. You've had a message from uh, Sever Hallin, or from the office of Sever Hallin. He's yep. the Thank he's you. the local branch manager of Instar Spec, and mm-hmm. he'd like to see you in the morning. Basically, you had got a place you were staying just while you were here before, getting yep. the ship sorted out, so you might as well just crash back in there, because it's not like they've had a lot of visitors in the meantime. Mm-hmm. So you've got the opportunity to... Um, Sort things out for any other equipment or bits and pieces. <coughs> well, knowing that I'm um, well, we're trying to with my background with the sort of black marketing and things like that, as I've been known to do, do I, or at least would I know where to go to perhaps find someone who can sort have a go through this tape for us and mm-hmm. decode it? Or me, indeed. Here. Mm. Or could we do? Um, You've got electrical. Do it, haven't is you? it just time with a computer? This is basically. A company world. You're, you're, on an, you're on a base on an asteroid. But people always want things that they can't get through the company, don't they? And things like that. They do, but if, if you're trying to get somebody to break, get access to a, a company record like that, it's going to be very, very tricky. I would say, and considering you haven't really been there long, you don't particularly know right. the yeah. whole operation. But he can, can have a go. Can have a go. If you had the proper equipment, uh, you could certainly have a go. Have we got anything like that? We've got... You don't, on a ship, you you could get access to it, but again, the problem you've got is that all of these systems are basically run by the company. And you'd probably have to spend some time establishing whether or not anything you do on them is going to be tracked. I mean, I've got a hand computer and um, various no, kits. No, it's not powerful enough for this. Is anything that It'll we... still display, but it won't. you can't crack the encryption on it. Okay. Is anything that we do... I have a feeling this is the thing about Traveller, isn't it? We've got, we're coming to it with 90s conceptions of what computing equipment is and everything. And actually, it's... Possibly. Or year 2000s or whatever. Yeah. Whereas actually, it's it's 80s point of view of how computers would have developed. Big, large computing things handheld in large... There was a thing mentioned in Murphy's Rules back in the very late 70s, I think. Bear in mind, late 70s, where they pointed out that the Starship computers in Traveller were not as efficient as some that actually existed in the late 70s. Really? Mm. Yeah. But it, there's, n- there's no need to assume that there's going to be any continual progression. For, this is the far, far future. Yeah. The galaxy far, far away and all that. I mean, they're still using uh, recognisable pistols. Okay. Because an expanding gas propelling a, a chunk of material into somebody at high velocities very likely to be a very good way to stop somebody or kill them mm-hmm. hundreds of years in the future as it is now. Um, 
and you've got the rise and fall of empires and all the rest of it. So, yeah, I think you need to be a little bit careful about thinking of the the Star Trek model, okay. where you've got a tricorder, and, oh, nobody's ever thought of it before, but your chief engineer can rewire it and, you know, turn it into something that's the equivalent Biloxium. of the Death Star. <clears throat> Biloxium, indeed. Mm. But no, I was thinking more of the fact that um, I would expect to be able to ha- crack encryption on a, a PC now. It's just how long. Mm-hmm. And if not, then I'd expect to use some resource on the network out there to, to do it. Well, but I say that on a normal world... You'd, you'd have more chance. You'd have a much greater chance. Okay. The main difficulty you've got here is that everything you have access to Monitoring. is owned by the people who own the log that you're trying to, to crack. Which means that if you put a ship's log anywhere near a, a system, beep, beep, you'd need beep. to establish in advance. You'd have to work out: mm. Are you being monitored? Yeah. Would that would it flag up? And I'm not that good. You know, it's going to be encrypted for a reason. Mm. There's a fair chance there are other security measures too. Okay, I'm all right with that. Well, but as far as I know, it's fallen into the sun. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's fine for the moment. What about um, the guy who was hurt? Can we can we track I've his... I've done a medical handover. Yeah, but after that... I, Effectively, I... I mean, certainly overnight, from what you've seen of him, it's you wouldn't expect him to come around from the sedatives. Okay. So probably in the morning is the earliest okay. you've ever seen So, so right, I, I'm an ex-military guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, ex from Navy. I've uh, just Marina. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I've just I've nearly fallen into the sun. Just we've been to a, a, a sort of remote ship. We've plundered it. We've come oh, back. Oh God, he's playing Jack Reacher again, I'm, isn't he? I'm going to get smashed. Fair enough. That's, the, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, a lot of the people. I forgot on, that you were playing that. A lot of the people working for Instar mm-hmm. Spec around here are basically miners. They've got. <clears throat> plenty of technicians and engineers and medical staff and all that kind of thing but really what they're doing at this stage this is the the fairly early stages of getting the most out of this rather poor system so the majority of people are miners and as a result they've got um, pretty decent facilities for getting people very drunk yeah. and then sleeping off the results so it's it's going to be nothing fancy. It's a bit rough and ready. And if you think more of like movies like the first Alien film or Outland, that kind of slightly grungy industrial future, that's certainly what you're getting in this. this There'll be some kind of okay. officers' mess, though, won't there? That I'll have an invite to. Think we all will. Possibly. Unfortunately, it doesn't actually have a travellers' aid society um, facilities. I think the word is. But. I don't want to hang around with those tossers anyway. I'm going to go and drink with the miners. Mm. We'll get them a pool or something. Yeah. Corrupting miners again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a fair point. We're just going to go, go to the bar and get home. Yeah. Um, if, if any plot comes our way, we'll listen. Well, that's, that's an Anyone yeah. with maps or anything yeah. wandering into the bar, creeping <laughs> their last. Yeah. Well, you've got a meeting coming up in the morning. That, yeah. I'd say that flags up a, a yeah. plot point. Right. So the you, pointy you can... space suit comes in. I want three adventurers to go through the <laughs> asteroid cluster. I, I would say that um, experienced characters like yourself would know that nothing of any ins- real import is going to happen until the meeting. Mm. The most you could hope for is probably a barroom brawl, which would be a bit of shenanigans for all of you, but we yeah. just get that. No, I, I was more thinking that uh, if somebody was to say, oh, something weird's happening, or something, you know, what I mean, you know, it's not been the same since all the miners like, disappear or something, mm. then that would be interesting. But otherwise, fine. I notice you've got smaller dice this week. <laughs> Less liable to make huge impacts. No, no, no. no, no, no. no, no I, I was, They're around. It, it was thought that my... That was something we forgot um, to mention, the big foam dice you could have bought at the Expo. Mm. Mine were people. too large, apparently. Yes. Well, too noisy. 
Science is no guarantee of quality. Well, a good night had by all. Shall we assume that you've basically... We'll all be waking up with some, sore heads in the morning. It's effectively company tab. You've, you know, you've saved a man's life, so mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to expect it to buy any drinks. Right. And there's going to be a fair few people here who'll... They'll all know who you are and what you've done. And you'll get a fair few drinks bought for you because you, you have basically saved this guy, even if he is a bit duality. There is one thing that I want just while I'm doing this. Go on. I have a revolver as my main weapon, mm-hmm. so I'd like to go and buy some cylinders preloaded so that I can just knock the cylinder out, put the new cylinder in, and I've got six shots ready to go rather well, than you, trying to stand there load the cylinder. Um, you just need speed loaders. Yeah. Perfect. You don't need new cylinders. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 The speed loaders are much, much yeah. smaller. So I'd like two or three speed loaders. Uh, that's fine, yes. We'll include those in your mustering out. Thing. Thank you. The, basically, they're a circular clip that you preload mm-hmm. and then you right. slap, slap into them. Some of them. I also want to just get... Myself medically checked out after having been exposed to the radiation for some time. All right, yep. So just go to med lab and uh, if there's somebody there, if there's a technician to check me over, I'll get them to do it. Otherwise, I'll do it myself. Uh, there is a doctor there, uh, Dr. Warren, who's a um, middle-aged fellow, very cheerful, so he's very really competent. Dr. Warren. Not worrying. Warren. Um, pretty competent um, he, he just says he's had a look at the um, the, the pilot he brought him that brought in earlier and no real change in condition but they'll, they'll let you know how it's going uh, after being checked over you're basically fine you've got basically yeah, only well, basically well that's because when I say basically far too often you're mostly harmless uh, mostly <laughs> fine. Um, you've got elevated levels of various things that are down to exposure to the radiation but it's not dangerous you go through a decontamination routine anyway and take a few anti-radiation pills or whatever. <laughs> rub, rub yourself Fall down out. with this anti-radiation cream. Yeah. Fall out. No, no need to go behind the screen, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can then... You Shall know, we toddle off to the meeting? Pick then? a toilet to hug for the evening and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and you'll be all set. Do the technical of yawn. All right. Well, <coughs> it, somewhat bloodshot and slightly <laughs> the worse for wear. Throwing Jaffa cakes left and right. Mm. You uh, you arrive at the office of Sever Hallen, where you're greeted by a, a chap who introduces himself as Jenna. Uh, he's basically Mr. Hallen's chief assistant. You don't have to wait very long at all. It's well, one of those. Know. Yes, they've got no. Uh, uh, there are certain areas where you can't for safety <coughs> reasons, but uh, I'll have to that's your filthiest habit. Oh no, no, no! It's a filthiest habit you know about. Unlikely. That is this most is, socially acceptable this habit. Is, uh, this is the far future. Smoking's fine. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I've got implants in my lungs or something. Mm. Have you ever seen Sleeper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't they have any any high fats, any hot fudge? Yeah. Oh yeah. The uh, the door opens. Uh, Jenna just steps in, murmurs something. Oh, excellent, excellent. Send them in. And he, uh, thank you. Uh, he gestures you through. Uh, the chap behind there, they're all wearing um, variations on a on a sort of a coverall theme in in this place. The the miners tend to have a rather more utilitarian, basic coverall when they're relaxing, and then they've got the thing with all the pockets and that when they're not. It's not the sort of place you get high fashion or something sort of very smart, but it, his is a little more tailored, a few more colours, got in star spec logos on it. He, he clearly doesn't look like a, a really big cheese, but he's definitely management. 
<coughs> Greying hair, clean shaven. Oh, <coughs> excellent, excellent. Do come in, uh, take a seat. Thank you, thank you, Jenny. If you could just get the door. As well, I uh, just wanted to thank you very much indeed for responding to the uh, the distress call and uh, assisting the ship that that unfortunately couldn't be recovered. But uh, most importantly, you did get the young, young man off there, and uh, he was actually the pinnace pilot. So uh, it wasn't. A Yes, he was riding the pinnace. Have we all finished? <laughs> no. Oh, God. I'd have a bunch of 12-year-olds. Oh, pinnace pilot. I mean, the first time you said it, it didn't get a giggle out of me because, you know, frankly, I, it, I, but pinnace pilot. Would it just help? Isn't he the guy that condemned Jesus to death? <laughs> I think that was God. <laughs> well, yes, in the long run. Um, <laughs> in the greatest scheme. Yeah. Would you like me to just change all, all the NPCs' names so that they've Biggest got names thing. like Mr. Tit and Mr. Wobblecheek? <laughs> I was kind of expecting it, actually. <laughs> to give them the start. Um, <laughs> anyway, come on. Dick Shrapnel or something. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> that called Richard Oak. Well, what about Richard Skinner, the DJ? Oh, yeah, good old Dick Skinner. <sighs> so, um, he was actually the pilot of the craft. Um, <laughs> so we can we can safely assume that whatever had caused the problems on the, on the, the um, vehicle. Awake yet? Uh, no, as far as I understand, he has come around. They've basically had to sedate him. Basically, they've, they've had to sedate him. He's... Um, not in any immediate danger. It's not life-threatening, but quite clearly the the man is through a tremendous How trauma. How many were meant to be I, on board? I, yeah, I get that question too, because we could only find one person. We didn't leave anyone else to fall into the sun, did we? We have records to show we only, there was only one person on there. Well... Here's the thing, we don't know how many people are actually on that ship, but we do know how many were on the expedition as a whole. And really, this is what I, I've asked you to come in to discuss, because this is a a rather worrying turn of events, and uh, really you're the only people in a, a position to help uh, possibly save more lives. Well, and at this point, I'm getting pound signs across the island. And you... obviously, we, this isn't a case of responding to uh, interstellar distress. We're looking to basically take you on a contract and uh, pay for your services. <coughs> Good. I thought that would get you interested. Um, uh, Jenna, if you could, could just... Have a bit of background information. Yes, indeed. Jenna, just... No, uh, no. Out of character. Out of character. Mm. What character? Like? Um, <laughs> if you must. Is this normal? Or do I get the feeling they're doing this because they want it to be not associated with the company or they want somebody who's disposable or something? Depends what they want to do. do its own thing normally. And resources. This, this is very... Well, I mean, they're, they're financing it. The, you've originally come into this system mm -hmm. carrying parts... They use a lot of freelance ships because this is really off the beaten track. It'd be extremely expensive for them to have their own setup. So anybody who's coming through can be approached as you were and say, "Hey, can you make a detour to Alanzar and take some parts through?" Okay, that's pretty normal. They're they're very much on the fringe. There's no <coughs> real reason for anyone to come into this particular system. Chamax is the only world of any note. Most of the things in here are asteroids. Um, Chamax has basically been pretty much discarded or overlooked. Um, the asteroid miners, you don't really go on vacation to see asteroid miners. 
so the the setup is primarily aimed at getting the resources out of where they are, keeping people alive and things like that. They're not going to be able to cope with a big crisis. So we've got a big ship. We're we're usable at this point. So much like the American military in Iraq is when they're using contractors. Yes, you you will remember, in fact, that the the expedition that the Pinnace was part of did include... An yes, yeah. yes, I just looked in horror. Everybody else, look in horror. God, we don't video this. Um, <laughs> the expedition did, in fact, have a, a large ship as part of it. They wouldn't have many of those to go about. I mean, I was only asking one real out-of-character question, mm-hmm. which is, should I be suspicious? And the answer is no. This is this is quite okay. Yeah, that's just true in all games, and you're suspicious anyway. It's just you yeah. Yeah. accept it. Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> now, if I can just go over a few uh, a few salient points, a few facts. Um, sorry, new teeth. Now, the pinnace was part of an expedition that we sent to Chamax a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this was a small vehicle used as a runaround between the base and um, the main ship, a 400-tonner subsidised merchant, the uh, the Sharding Challenger. Uh, we had a crew of 15. Um, eight of them were scientists, medical people, so on, and seven were actual ship's crew. It's something that's come up recently. We're trying to expand our base of operations here. Um, we're doing very well with the mining, but... We do need to really make this area more profitable if we are going to put more resources into it. Chamex, <coughs> it's been largely ignored by Instar Spec up to now. It's been surveyed once from orbit. Marginally uh, habitable, it's a smallish world. Atmosphere's thin but breathable. Uh, it's about 40% um, water on the surface. But what was the boat carrying? Because it looked like something from within it had blown out of it when we went on it. It shouldn't have been carrying any explosives. Um, Any biological experiments going on? We need to know what we're getting into. Absolutely. certainly shouldn't have been anything like that on the pinnace. As I say, it was mainly for use uh, as a shuttle, almost, between the, uh, the Challenger, which would become the base of operations on the ground, um, and uh, the supply station here. Right. Have but you got records of what was going back into? Do you know what was meant to be on it? No, I mean, if I may be allowed to continue. Um, they, there'd been no direct physical contact between uh, the Sharon Challenger expedition and us. Mm. The first, really, we'd seen of them... We'd been in radio contact, but the first we'd seen of them was when the pinnace was picked up just before you had decepted it. Right. After the uh, first survey, we we pretty much ignored Chamax because it it didn't have any land life at all that we could see. It's um, extensive ice caps. There's uh, mm. pl- it's a very cold planet. It's not... Very cold. No, in fact, it does have desert, desert regions extensively around the equator, uh, utterly devoid of life except in the oceans. Now, we didn't have a lot to go on. There'd been some debate between the uh, the medical staff and the scientists. Some people don't think that life has actually evolved out of the ocean. What, what kind of life in the ocean? 
Oh, pretty humdrum variety, really. I mean, certainly nothing capable of, of leaving the ocean and walking on land. Just the standard food chain. Uh, well, we've not actually sent anyone down to, to try eating it. I don't think I'd recommend it. Let's say atmosphere, thin but breathable. Generally, people would be wearing a, a vac suit for strenuous activities. What kind of gravity is it got? Um, it's a very slightly less than Earth normal. It's a slightly smaller planet, but... Um, Bouncy. Not, not so you'd particularly notice. Mm. But anyway, while we were concentrating on other things, looking for other opportunities, some of our scientific staff were looking at the scans and the photographs taken from orbit, and one of them found some rather strange anomalies. Uh, on examination, they appeared to be ruins scattered across the equatorial zone. Now, they're mostly buried in sand, and some of them may have been uncovered just slightly by shifting sands. And that's obviously interesting. Mm. Uh, we either we're dealing with somebody visiting, or there was a suggestion it might have been a, an ancient culture, perhaps. Uh, so, considering that there may have been artefacts, uh, things of archaeological as well as financial interest, it seemed worth a while to put an expedition together. Uh, they were going to go down, have a look, see if they could find anything. Um, These ruins that are covered so far, are they technological in basis, or are they primitive? Mm. Almost impossible to tell, really, from what we'd seen. Worth a look. The, the Sharon Challenger expedition was sent down, basically, to, to answer that question, to see what they could find. And more importantly, of course, for sending further people down, discover if there had been a civilization, what had caused it to uh, disappear. What do you reckon, boss? <coughs> Sounds interesting. I just want to hear what he's got to say. I want to hear what he wants us to do. Yeah. Well... The initial reports are very exciting. Um, we've got conflicting interpretations, but it's believed between oh, four and eight hundred years ago there was a pretty advanced culture on Shamax. Um, it died out apparently very, very quickly. Now, some people are saying uh, possibly an alien invasion force could have attacked it, destroyed life, perhaps with some biological agent. Uh, there's uh, other suggestions that it was a, a naturally occurring disease or something introduced off-planet. Really, no way of knowing for sure at this stage. But they were also finding some very interesting artefacts, and these were being uh, basically boxed up, and we would have assumed that's what the pinnace would have been carrying back had it not been just crewed by one man. Uh, the, um, the scientists have been referring to the Chamax Plague as something that's wiped out this advanced civilization, but for all we know, these could have been semi-permanent bases, um, not a, an indigenous population mm -hmm. at all. What I'm more interested in at the moment is not the future exploration of Chamax, and not particularly um, the antiquities and so on. We've got up to 14 people who are stranded on the planet. We lost communication with them, couldn't get in touch, we've got no ships in the area. Was this? Uh, this was... Several days ago. Um, and how long does the travel time take between here and Chamax? It's going to take about a day and a half. Oh, right, so not long. Yeah. Not, not and how long, long have they been there before they lost contact? Oh, it, was a, it was about two weeks ago that they actually went down there. You were looking right. at just over a week before they started having some concerns. So so the, there are up to 14 people. We've, we've accounted for the pilot. I understand the chronology. You, you have a base on Chamax. With people doing things? Uh, well, we have a ship yeah. on there with a, with a temporary yes. base, yes. 
shortly, sometime later, you lost contact. A short few days after that, a ship took off and headed for the sun. Yes. When we first realised that we were having problems with communication, um, we were preparing to try and dispatch one of our small vessels from here. And it was around that time that it was noticed the pinnace was launching. Um, the, the assumption was that they had a communications failure and were therefore sending somebody out in person and to the report. And the chap we rescued is definitely the pilot. Oh yes, yes, no doubt about it. Mm. Um, there have been no, no anomalous readings. He's, he's in a, a pretty poor state, but um, he doesn't seem to have been infected with anything. It's, mm. it's definitely him. And you want us to go investigate? What we really want you to do is to find the survivors and bring them back. So basically uh, we'll be offering a bonus me. for that, but <clears throat> immediately I can offer you 50,000 credits each. If you'll go down there, find out what's happened, bring back any survivors you can find. Um, we'll be sending a couple of our own men with you, uh, one of them to pilot back the Sharon Challenger if that can be recovered. Uh, basically, that's the key priority. Um, if the situation down there isn't critical and uh, it is a communications problem and then some fault on the pinnace, no problem. <coughs> we'll uh, set up the communications again and re-establish contact with the base. Um, well, I'd suggest you uh, want more money. Yeah. That, that's uh, a huge amount of money. No, no, but I personally would suggest. With a bonus of surprises. I guess I am suggesting. <coughs> it's really his thing, but I would suggest <coughs> he wants them to rent the ship also. Because that's paying us, but he wants them to pay the ship. Otherwise, he's got a mortgage payment. Well, the, the way I see it, you had a group of people down on the planet. They found something, they packaged it off, they put the pilot in, and they sent it for the sun. What on earth did they find that they wanted to get rid of? Because they sent the only person with the ship that could actually get it into the sun. Doesn't sound make psychological sense to me. If the pilot was uh, driving into the sun willingly, why was he hidden inside the console and not driving fast forward? Because he was, was he driven mad by whatever it was he's trying to get rid of. Well, there's the question. Here. Well, can we have a chat with him? Hold again. With the pilot? Of course. He's not actually conscious, as I understand at the moment, but uh, Jenna, can you check with the medical staff <coughs> just establish uh, the pilot's current situation? And um, what did your medical team discover about him, which is obviously better than our medical team. Well, nothing, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, essentially he's... Uh, I'm your medical team, you cheeky little... We've got a small ship, they've got a planet. You think you're better than the field... Uh, it's more of a base than the planet. Planet. Yeah, it's, it's on an asteroid, yeah. but yeah. Depends who's on the base. Uh, the last report that I had was that he'd undergone uh, severe trauma. Uh, there was some physical injury, but nothing life-threatening. And uh, <laughs> certainly expect him to. He's sedated at the moment, but they expect him to make a, a recovery to the point where he can be interrogated in 48 to 72 hours. How long is our travel time to there? Day and a half. So you want us to set off when? Now. Essentially, immediately. So we wouldn't know when no. we get there what we're going to face. You have the only ship in the system that's really capable oh, I'm, of I'm undertaking cool this situation, and. Every hour that we delay, potentially, it could be uh, the turning point. Can the, the company, people down on can the company give us anything to help us? 
Well, we can offer you a 10,000 credit advance uh, to purchase any equipment you may feel necessary. We will supply you with an air raft, uh, if you don't already have one on your ship, which, as I recall, you don't. Which we get to keep. Uh, no, that's a uh, loan. That's company equipment. <coughs> we keep the air raft, we take the 50,000, and that's 10,000 ahead as a bonus. <coughs> you see, the terrible and thing... And we fly off in the next hour. Yeah. Terrible thing with... Uh, Sounds good to me. Looking after a ship and the running costs and so on is, if, for example, you, oh, I don't know, defaulted on your fuel and refitting costs and had to have the ship impounded, that means that you uh, perhaps wouldn't be earning any money to pay off your mortgage payment. And if, in that case, your ship could be repossessed. I think 50000 plus a per person, bear in mind, plus a bonus for any survivors is quite generous. You can't I think an air raft in exchange I'm not for the hazardous no, duty we're about to do. Ship. Well, if the ship was uh, supposed to be impounded... It wouldn't make a difference. And you just flew off with it. Exactly. If we technically, said, you, you're stealing a ship. No, if we said, yes, we'll do the mission, and then just turned around once we're in the air, there's not a lot you can do about it. No, they just... The fact is, you want... just contact want, the Imperial Navy. You want willing help. No, because once we're in the air... Say sorry, we chose to not do the mission. Nothing compulsory about the mission. Oh no, no, there, there will be. This is, I mean, this is a contract. He's mm. he's not saying, can you do this as a favour? You know, and if you turn around and say no, mm. uh, basically you, you'll be taken on as, as temporary company employees for the duration of this. But the the mm. air raft, no, it's a very I'm expensive item. Name. Okay, fifty thousand each and the air raft. Scrub the bonus. We can't afford to lose the air raft. We haven't got that sort of equipment to just throw away. You've got time to order another bonus. one for when we get back. There are a number of things I would like. Maybe that'll be. Well, we need some equipment for a start off, yes. just in case equipment. the base has been flattened. First, first of all, what do we know about company stuff? What sort of thing? We want well, a dossier on everybody ID, who's down there. A dossier on every person, and do you have ID trackers or something? Can we just put the thing out and find them? Uh, no, the, uh, the technology at uh, typical levels like this you wouldn't be able to just do a scan and identify individual people. They don't have things like um, transmitter implants or... They don't? No, no, that's okay. not it. Um, so, I mean, there are some worlds where that kind of thing is normal. Out here with this company, you're typically at tech level 10. That's above where we are now, more or less, but it's by no means the pinnacle of the traveller universe. So you've got... Fairly advanced spacesuits. You've got the anti-gravity air rafts and so on. We can have a uh, dossier on each person, who they are and how many we're Side profile, that kind of stuff. Well, I don't know if we can quite get all that together in time. Um, And the other thing is, I think we should temporarily outrank them. Because if there's problems on there, we need to take charge of it. Well, uh, you're going down as a a rescue mission. Um, Absolutely. But if they've gone crazy, we need to take... It, as crazy as that person. And my sedative gun we, is we, the only authority we'll need. If <laughs> if they're passive crazy. And right? she suddenly turned into someone from the deep south. We need to be commissioned to do a mission to bring people back. No, we don't. We'll just shoot them full of sedatives. I mean, you'll say... Certainly have authority. As I say, we'll also, be, we'll also be sending some of our own staff with you. Uh, there's um, Dr. Warren, I believe you may already have met. Yeah, um, I know. Uh, Lotin he'll be piloting the Sharon Challenger back if there are no survivors mm-hmm. and it's salvageable. And Kaliotis will be uh, a security man with you. Uh, they'll all be armed, 
they have company authority as well. There'll be no problems with this. This was a scientific expedition. What was the last one called? Uh, Kaliotisk. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm fine with that, but we, we won't outrank them. Well, I outrank all of you anyway, it's my ship. That's the point. That's I can point. certainly give you all full authorization. Full authorization to do the mission. Absolutely. I mean, that, you know, that I'm not going out and killing people, but I'm not going out there. But you're absolutely not going down there killing people. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not on about what? doing something silly. I'm on about going out there, doing the, doing the mission, bringing people back. Uh, I mean, I understand your concerns and the costs and so on. I think we're being as generous How as we can be in the system. How does bribery work in the system? Uh, well, you tell me if you want to bribe someone, and then we move on to rolling things like bribery. Well, I'd like to perhaps persuade him that he can find it within his authority to give us the error. You're trying to bribe him to give you something. Give you the error. Emotional bribery. Oh, emotional bribery. Rather Um, than actually giving you something. That's a different thing. Oh, it's a pretty visual joke, so it won't in this media. That's apparently weird, it is. I meant the GM. Sorry. You kind of doesn't have to make it out of the room alive, you know. Basically, I'm quite prepared to go old school on your arse. I can try and persuade him that we could perhaps see fit to give him some nice info or artefacts right. that we've we're, we're, we're not going to get the error. Yeah. We do need some equipment. Then. We're going to want tents, cooking right. equipment, got it as a rent pizzas. Yeah, but I want to keep it. He wants uh, to keep it. Uh, you've got a ground vehicle. We'll steal that later, don't worry about yeah. it. you already got a ground car. Or something. I want yeah. to try the bribery. I've got bribery too. Okay. You can't just go randomly bribing people just because you've got the skill. It's what I'm good at. Uh, <laughs> You're you good at it because you do it. If you want to check out for available equipment, anybody? What? Uh, I've got a few equipment. Yeah, this is on the company, by the way. There's a ten. They'll give you up to a ten thousand credits advance on your pay if no. you need gear, because of course you're going to be keeping the gear. Um, Cheeky beggars! No, the gear comes on top of the pay. The um, yeah, well, gear is expensive. Yeah, plus gear. Come on. <laughs> you, it's your restaurant. Try, trying to pull a yeah, fast one there. Well, hardly. I mean, fifty thousand credits per person. This isn't for the group. No, no, this is no, per no, person. No, yeah, that's my fifty thousand credits. Which I'm being paid to do it. That's plus the equipment to do the job. We're not a rescue outfit. You need to equip the ship and outfit it for what you want it to do. We're for profit. We're higher emergent you... than set it up. No deal, then. We don't go. We're not a charity. You pay for us to do the mission properly, or we ain't doing the mission. Let's be honest, you get a better chance of us doing it right. You're not going to need any special equipment. Well, that won't cost you a lot of money, will it? You've got some sort of standard things that you should need. Pay pay for stuff on receipt if we can prove we need it. Give Jenna a list of what it is you're looking for. Okay. Right. I know what I'm looking for. Let's go, boys. <laughs> and, and Let's have a page of that. <laughs> I know what I'm after. Well, I've already paid for most Number of my Number of crew members plus one, it all handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Yep, that sounds well, good. That's fair oh, so I've got three they, pairs. They can just issue handcuffs from the security yeah, lockers up here. That's, that's just in case they're like that. You'll, you'll be supplied with um, you know, a couple of pressure tents, that sort of thing. is no problem at all. Well, that's so, the kind of stuff I'm talking about. They wouldn't have them. Okay. Um, any anything that gets to Sedative that stage gun. up here, yeah, they would basically sedate everybody, and probably if it really came to it, they'd freeze them and ship them off back to their home. Okay. Well, they tend to lie him down first, rather than, <laughs> rather than posing them artistically. 
Okay, uh, where's the... Uh, can I start looking at schematics and where are the planets and figure out what the weather will be? Well, the weather is fairly straightforward. Um, it doesn't really change yeah, dramatically. It's hot or cold? It's going to be somewhere between um, maybe 5, 18 degrees Celsius at the absolute outside. Wind, incident radiation? There's uh, occasional wind. We've had n- picked up nothing to do with um, sort of hurricanes, tornadoes, any extreme weather events. There are glaciers in the Alpine region and it's got extensive polar caps. The Charon Challenger landed in the equatorial region, which is desert. But even so, it doesn't top about 18 Celsius. It's okay. a fairly cool planet. The one thing I would like, if possible... And I can understand if you want to give me low-level rather than high-level access, but I'd like um, low-security access, at least, whatever you can give me. I'd like some passwords for the computers, or, or a decryption computer. Decryption? Well, I mean... Because I'm going to head, head there. Let's just say we find an empty base. I want to read the lot. Right, right. Um, I mean, certainly you have uh, no difficulties with, uh, with reading things such as the logs. Jenna can provide you with a... Uh, standard a couple of oxygen tanks okay. on the... Well, we've got there are yeah, some matters that may be high security, um, yeah, but nothing that would pertain to the rescue exactly. mission. Yeah, That's all I want. We'll Just stuff that is pertaining to rescue. Yeah, standard ship's operations, you, you should be fine with. But, hours, um, we can't get, there's there's no reason for you to have access to anything that may have been a security issue. Well, the security issue is different type. What I mean is security to the people who are out there. Say I discover there is uh, a base I want to be able to read. There's no one on it. I want to read where they've gone, what happened, what what yes, led up to yeah, it. So certainly. Hey, that's I all always I wondered. General supply with the uh, with Put, put an machine. electronic tool set on on the list for for Jack. <clears throat> He'd never pay the two thousand credits himself. Mm. Might as well get it while we're here. Right, while you're just jotting down your list. Um, the three gentlemen who will be accompanying you, assuming you don't screw the company Both. to the extent where they just Get throw you Get some side shields. Side shields? Uh, I, I don't think they have those, I've got to be honest. Technically. Um, yeah, it doesn't mean the carriers are a mean mining colony. Maybe. What could we get? It's it's pretty rare you bump into anyone with psionics outside of the... Um, Something's terribly Empire. scared, that guy. Yeah, mm. which is why I'm thinking... He's either being scared of something he's seen, something that uh, someone has done to him chemically, or something that has done affected his mind in some way. So we're going to assume at the moment something he's seen. But you really need to get him talking. It's a pity you can't before we get... Uh, I see... No. What are the oxygen tanks for? Apparently it's for breathing, but I said we've already got vac suits. But you've already got vac suits. Yeah, but I want more, more oxygen. But just get more tanks for your vac suit. Then, yeah. That's why I can't start yeah, taking oxygen. I mean, you can you could have a couple of small <coughs> oxygen cylinders, but you've got several spare vac suits because we got them off the other ship. And the they're atmos- free. The atmosphere is no, well, no, free. no. That's why you won't let us. They're going to be really strict on on things that they'll throw in. Okay. It, um, survival um, bubble. She's trying it on. I'm trying it on. Survival bubble. Oh yeah, just in case. We don't know what we're going to find down there, do we? When you say survival bubble, um, I presume it's like it's, oh, it's, there, it's like um, you know, I'm presuming if it's um, sandstorms and things like that, it must be a smaller version of the, the pressure tent. Well, the pressure tent would cover that, really. Um, Maybe go down low enough, collapse small enough that we can carry them then. in an aircraft. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. I've already got one of them actually that I bought with me. 
on the uh, on the ship. Oh, there you go. She's already got one. Fair enough. Though. No, you can get another one because I'm not telling him this. You but might find they've got a much better idea of what's on your ship than you think they they should have. Um, they don't get many ships in, and they do do the maintenance when you arrive. Right, the uh, the uh, three chaps are accompanying you come in. Um, Dr. Warren, you've already met. Ah, Dame Rachel, good to meet you. And uh, you must be uh, Captain Brabant. We might be going in the water, this thing, because you see the only life's in the water. How about getting some of those artificial gills in? An artificial gill? Gill. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Um, yeah, how about getting some of them? A couple of jacks as well. <laughs> how about a submarine? Hmm? Oh, what about Thunderbird 2 with that mm. handy uh, Thunderbird 4 unit under it? Gills are our best. There you go. That's what I'm I'd get some gills. You already got some. Mm. They're, they're not cheap, you know. Mm. 4,000 mm. credits each. Designed for a rescue. Mm. Right, you've already got uh, communications. Have I? It, no, um, uh, it's not, I don't want about communications to the ship. I want about ones that I can roam around the desert and have a communication. Well, I'd like one of them. Your, vac, your vac suit's got. I'm not going to wear a vac suit in the desert. Because it's just for a vacuum. Might get punctured. Then you won't wear it in a vacuum and find it's got a puncture because you're probably against the stone. Oh, no, the vacs, well, apart from the fact they are quite substantially yeah. armoured, they, they, they're classed as a, an army unit. But it's, um, it's for a different purpose. What you wear in a desert is for a desert purpose, sure. These are well, no. These don't think of the sort of huge, bulky NASA spacesuits. At the, the very lowest tech level, that's what shotgun they'd be like. Microphone. The ones you've got, they're more like cloth what? armor. From a shotgun. And people would. No, wear that's them not what it it's means. It's a thin atmosphere. A shotgun uh, microphone's a type of microphone. You sure? So a shotgun microphone because you're going to attach it to a shotgun, <laughs> <laughs> so you can hear it go off even louder. Shotgun microphone. Concerned because I, I would want to. This is my, the, I'm imagining I'm on my own. In a the idea is a fantastic right. idea. Metal detector, Geiger counter. No, no, I'm just looking at the two. Um, okay, long range comms. Was that was there a long range communicator yeah. listed on one of those? Yeah, there's mm. including continental range. I'm assuming we'll all be together at least long range. Yeah, continental range won't do you much good here. Um, yeah, absolutely. Long medical range. kit we need. Don't forget also the. Um, I've got med scanner, but not. I mean, medical. Your, your ship has uh, has communications yeah. as well. But I'm sure so, we'll, we'll um, be on the ground. We might be split up. We want to talk to each other as we go through things. Yeah, uh, you'd have to be splitting up quite a way to to really need that. But there's no problem with something like. I already that. own. And I already own one long yeah. range scanner anyway myself. Right. On the ship. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't see uh, a major problem. Oh, inertial locators. The, the, the inertial locators. So if we find bodies and things, we can map out where they are because it tells you how far you've gone from a fixed mm-hmm. point and things like that. You're all really keen on electronic toolkits, aren't you? I have electronic skill. I, need it. I have a mechanical toolkit, oh, a carpentry uh, kit, stupid, a metalwork kit. I'm going to assume food and the rest for plenty of oh. rations and the rest. So handcuffs. So, uh, Dr. Warren uh, sort of reintroduces himself and he says, oh, the, uh, uh, the pilot, by the way, um, mm. signs are stabilising quite nicely. Good. We'll probably uh, wait for him to come off the sedative naturally rather than trying to overstimulate him. He's been through quite a shock, but it's going to be a slow process. What Did you manage to screen for toxins underneath all the sedatives? Yes, no, no sign of uh, any infections, no sign of any... Um, Unexpected chemicals, not particularly... Unexpected chemicals, only expected chemicals. 
only naturally produced ah. in the body. Uh, there were no recreational drugs, no nothing with classes of poison. All his organs are in perfectly good functioning order. Yes, yes. I mean, he's he's undergone some physical as well as mental traumas. <clears> physical but, and um, He's clearly been scratched up, knocked about a bit. Um, doesn't look like he's been in a, in a sort of really knocked down hand-to-hand fight. But it's quite possible that uh, when the the ship uh, lost power, that he was thrown about. thrown about. I mean, from your okay. description, that he was found underneath a, a, a communications centre. That I don't know what he'd have been scrabbling around uh, trying to do. Nothing major. No broken bones. No organ damage. That's what I've got. Yes, uh, artificial gill for me. But he's got a couple uh, of is the guy who's going to be piloting the ship. He's um, around about 30. He's, See mine there. he's not nervous, but he looks very impatient and mm. sort of nods to you. Um, really doesn't... He looks like he's got somewhere to be. The other guy, Yotisk, youngest of the three, um, he's the blandest man you've ever seen. Even in we'll here, want he, to watch them. He's, ca- he's carrying a laser carbine. Um, he's all basically he's kitted out, ready to go. He's got this thing, and he's not letting go of it. Um, they're ready to go pretty much as soon as you are. The ship's being outfitted with the right. the air raft, which has basically got in the sort of equipment you're talking about, pressure tanks and so on. Okay. There's, there's no worries about that. Lot. Fair enough. Okay, let's go. General uh, comes over with the uh, as your ship contract to sign. Uh, it's Pretty standard. The small print is nothing unexpected. You've seen this sort of thing you know, a dozen times. And you've already dealt with this company as well. So it's almost an extension of the uh, the temporary contract you had bringing the parts in. Sign it. For the duration of this this mission, you're classed as, uh, as freelancers. Fair enough. Well, sign it. Well, I'll sign it. No problem. No problems with our liability for damaging company property or getting our money at the end. Well, as long as it's not willfully damaging company property, but no. The other thing to bear in mind is they are a perfectly reputable organisation. They are on the frontier here, but this isn't self-contained. Interdospec are part of a a bigger corporation. In our minds, we're not dealing with the company from alien. No. No, not really. They're not terribly evil, more than a big company might be. No. No, they're not. I mean, they they don't have a particularly positive or negative reputation for dealing with their employees, for exploiting planets. It's it's much of a muchness. Uh, people know the sort of thing, the corners that get cut when you're out on the frontier, but they don't do it just um, to save a few credits here and there. That's know, okay. They cut corners because they haven't got all the gear they need. Mm. So you can probably put your mind at rest, perhaps, that everything's more or less... Okay, so while we're from <laughs> on the level-ish, while we fire out, we're trying to figure out which one of these is the android. Yeah. Yeah. Cut them all in half. Whoever's rolling up a magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I worry about the bland guy. Uh, okay. Um, so I'll be doing. Young man, you'll need to stow that while you're on board. You ever been mistaken for it? <laughs> right, you are, sir. Uh, Jenna issues you with um, plans of the Sharon Challenger. There you go, Captain. You reply in the alien film. I'll right? get the scheme. I'll no, punch the schematics up. <laughs> <laughs> the Sharon Challenger is a relatively... By the way, when I meant spirit, I meant in this locked box right here. No weapons wandering around on the ship while we're in transit. Okay. Looks, um, I mean, something seems to have the penis in flight. So. Yeah. 
The challenge is a 400 ton subsidised merchant. Relatively standard. The main feature that um, stands out, it's got the standard launch that mounts dorsally. So that, that can be used as a runabout as well. Ordinarily, you could access the vehicle from the rear. It would have very large cargo doors at the back. That's not possible, because to extend its range, it's got a very large extra fuel tank in the cargo bay. Okay. So other than that, everything's pretty much set for uh, access, as you would expect. Okay, so we're coming in through the side doors or the bow doors, basically. Yeah, or there are hatches under the wings, or there's a hatch on the dorsal area where the launch attaches if the launch is sitting alongside and not attached to the top. So lots of options for getting in. Unless they've had a, a major security lockdown, it, there should be no reason why you can't get in it anyway. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to get, get some outside. Okay. It's getting a bit chilly, so I'm going to put... And I need to use a loose one to snip upstairs. Right. Sorry. I'll um, go through pre-flight and all that kind of thing. Okay, set no up. problem at all. Um, well, while that's going on... Since I've got a sore throat, I'm just going to have a recover. Just to uh, right. recommend them. Shall we just no, leave it, it on? Okay. If we know it's running, it's. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for your entertainment, I'll sing a selection of numbers from the shows. Or indeed, I could just go put the camera. So you like show tunes, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, like leave, don't leave it completely on me, and I can't. Uh, I mean, it's quite common for one or two people to disappear during the recording, but I've never been abandoned by everybody. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah, real shame you can't come with me to Gen Con. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of short notice, actually. <laughs> well, you know, I wasn't expecting anybody to be able to come with me to Gen Con. Oh, at least you're not disappointed, then. I'm sure you'll be able to meet up with some folks over there. Yeah, but, you know, share the experience and all that would have been wonderful. Hmm. I think I'll take the camera. I'll try and get plenty of pictures. I'll take a camera, yeah. Yeah, all sorts of stuff like that. It all so. looks the same, mind you. Oh, yeah. It's I'm all sure. tables. Yeah. <laughs> Um, when I was there, TSR had got a huge castle in the middle of the... Uh, <laughs> uh, Tracy Hickman's doing a um, um, sort of panto on the Saturday morning. So oh, I never myself, mind. Yeah, so I bought myself a ticket for that. Because it's a bit of an audience participation thing as well, apparently. They get all sorts of people up. So you can't well. resist, can you? No, no. So I thought I'd get a ticket for that. So I'm there on first thing Saturday morning, and then I'm in the Justice Inc. game on Saturday. That should be a laugh. And then... Sunday is a GURPS one which is supposed to be a, um, it's just called In the Woods and it's a scout reunion and you've not seen each other since you were all kids but you're now meeting up ten years later and you'll hate one another and you're all trying to kill each other and bump each other off in the woods and things so that should be quite good fun and right. I've forgotten what the one there's another one as well I've signed up for quite I've signed up for a few I think two on the Saturday two on the Thursday mm. one on the Friday one on the Sunday so and I think the Thursday one doesn't finish till about one o'clock in the morning. No, you'll need l- so. lots of um, packets of no dos yeah, or uh, yeah. various caffeinated beverages. So, should be very entertaining. Oh no, I'm I'm planning on doing a bit of everything because I'm not starting till a bit later on Sunday, uh, Friday and Sunday. I've deliberately given myself sort of a bit of lie-in time because I'm going to sort of go. I've put bit myself quite a nice hotel, so Good. I'm kind of planning on a bit of a swim and you know, a bit of a sauna, um, relax, and then go and play another game, which is kind of. There's also going to be a podcast podcaster get-togethers that I think it's the Pulp Gamer guys who, who mostly do that. Right. So it might be an idea um, since you're probably classed. I yeah. should be taking the eye over. Well, I'll have a word with Hal and you know just yeah. make sure it's cool with him. I can use um, the name. And, like, and then just contact these people in advance and you can get to know them because they've all been in the area before. They'll know the places to eat and all the rest of it. Yeah. And frankly, that's half the battle. Right. Are you two getting a bit away? cold? I'm 
I know that you are an anorak, but you don't have to actually wear one. <laughs> this is tragic. We have thin skins. We, we feel the cold. You just gnash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Being said. Hello, kitty. I'm going to make you move. Unless you want to really stay there. Right, well, I think I'm uh, sorted. I know what equipment I've got. Excellent. Um, I'm presuming I'm going to keep that equipment afterwards, but... Uh, <laughs> well, possibly. Let's face it, I haven't actually spent much on it. Ankle thrust. Not exactly dear, are we? Artificial gill. You, you may have. Artificial gill would be a small measuring <laughs> drug, drug for uh, <laughs> <laughs> alcohol. And uh, the other little bits and bobs that I see. Made of plastic. Would be nice. James has been very, very kind to you. Well... You wear my Arkham University mosquito. Oh, that's wow. nice. Beyond the Mountains of Madness, you'll That's really nice. Where'd you get them from? Does he allow Zoe um, to wear this? Because I can't. I don't know. Um, it's almost that you don't allow your wife to wear No, she does. She wear it. Um, I got it from the Luftcraft. Oh, did you? Thing. Yeah, what's it called? Oh, that's, nice. that's the one that they got. Yes, the, that's uh, Lovecraftian. <laughs> <laughs> for all your Cthulhu shopping needs. <laughs> Yeah, apart from don't order anything to England because they get all the um, pricing wrong and you end up paying 14 quid in tax when it comes to it because they didn't put it oh, on. Oh, no, 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 that's not Lovecraftiana then, that's Chaos Inn. Lovecraftiana yeah, right. based in Bradford, so. Oh, right, that's not them then. It's Chaos Inn then. So you, you heard it here, not Lovecraftiana. <laughs> <laughs> well, I buy, I buy things from Lovecraftiana anyway, they were very good. I got um, the Scary Fires PDF download. Of oh, the, yeah, you said about uh, that. Very, very amusing. Um, I thoroughly recommend that. Did anyone buy those nice dice we were looking at on the store? No, because no, they're £10 a throw. <laughs> no, yeah. not £10. Were they? Bloody hell. Yeah. And mm. I, I already have expensive. a huge bag full of them, so... Mm. Mm. What do you mean? Huge bag like this? Emma would, they would they probably kill me. They had a small version of that, which is just delicious. Mm. You could just, like, lick them. That's just sick. <laughs> anyway. So, if, if, you, uh, if you sell dice, if you own a shop that sells dice and you see Sarah come in, don't <laughs> let her lick the dice. <laughs> <laughs> Eva's a triumph. <laughs> right, did you yeah. want to get your tea and everything before we actually get into the No, conversation? no, no, come on, let's get on. We're going to run out of time. Right, let's, get, let's crack on. It is coming up to 9 okay. o'clock. So I'll, I'll make sure the civilians are stowed and everything and safe. Right. <laughs> not civilians. Small little boxes. Yeah, me. No, they're really not civilians. No, they're, 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 mil- they're, they're company men. Yeah. Yes, but the company isn't military. These are. Civilians. You're not military, you're retired military. I'm military. <laughs> in my head. I've been military retire. and I'll always be military. In my head, I'm military. You don't Therefore, retire from the military captain. even yes. if you do retire. Yes. Anyway, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, if I'm everyone would like to prepare themselves to take off pre-flight training, we shall send me cruising. Now in the upright position. <laughs> Please put your air hostesses in the upright position and prepare for takeoff. This is a bit where I go into the aisle, isn't it, and point out the exits. Yeah. Captain, I'm strapped in and ready to go. One of those suits. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> some time passes. Uh, you go through the usual ship pieces. It's it's a perfectly normal flight. Okay. The only thing that really does get on your nerves slightly is the fact that Dalaradi is constantly checking the long-range scans. He's looking at the communications channels. He's sorting out the best place to land. He's constantly going on. He's very impatient and he's a complete pain in the arse. Uh, Dr. Warren, on the other hand, is uh, a wonderful, affable man. And he's been discussing... How old is he? Oh, mid-50s. Mm. How old are you? 
You're 46, love. 46. Right then. So. <laughs> Sell when you can. Very nice, man. Wallflower. It's a buyer's market. See? <laughs> Your age. <laughs> Not it's in the ratio of male to female I've been coming across. Even on a mining planet. Pardon? Probably not. No, yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, um, I mean, my personal theory about uh, about Chamax, of course, is uh, it was some sort of actual plague. I think it's definitely been a, a, an illness swept through the population. Yes, but that wouldn't explain the explosions in the hold of the pinnace. Oh no, no. I mean, that's that's something entirely separate. I'm assuming also that's a... wouldn't explain why they didn't describe it over the radio before getting got off. Well, well, it would because I was looking at that. It was they've been away for two weeks, and they disappeared after about a week to ten days, which means it could possibly have an incubation period of a week to ten days. It's possible. It is his boat. Yeah, but if it didn't, I mean, they, they would have been through standard procedures for checking for these sorts of things. When we land, um, I'm basically, I, as the ship's doctor, the uh, mission doctor, really. I do have the authority to um, keep people on board the ship if I'm not satisfied that it's safe to go out there but from a medical standpoint. That isn't picked up by our. No, but what I'm saying is it would have. Then to of course there's n- there's nothing we can do about that. Uh, all, all I can do is check for the. Uh, uh, how many people are you looking to evac? Uh, well, a maximum of twelve. Right, so you're assuming maximum of fourteen. <laughs> the, the, the fourteen. Seven plus eight being fourteen. Yeah. yeah. So seven, seven plus eight, eight being fifteen. 15. But one counts the sum, mm. um, or nearly. But no, the, the point is, we're, uh, you're assuming then that 14 people, 15, maybe including this guy, because he was there at the time and you lost radio contact, 15 people would have had to come down simultaneously with whatever struck them. Or, I think we're looking at an or outside at least, influence. This or at is, least um, one of them would have radioed back to say, we're all coming down with someone. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is, this is more the... Um, the civilization that flourished on Chamax before. I'm, oh, I'm, then. I'm, sure, I'm sure. pretty convinced that they... I mean, it would have been hundreds of years from the reports we got since these uh, buildings and complexes were abandoned. So um, I, I would have said it. I think these people found something yes, that they didn't the like. They buried it deep, they covered it with sand, and they got the hell out. And our digging, your fellas digging, has brought it back up, unlocked it, let it out. There are those sort of wanders across the room. Well, it's just just nonsense speculation anyway. We just need to get down there. I'm wasting time. What's his job? Military? Uh, he's going to be the pilot of the... Oh, um, okay. He's not military, he's company. He's more like a... No, who's the security guy? Uh, security guy is... What is his name? Yottis. Yottis. Mr. Bland. Who doesn't say anything. He's a bit miffed that he can't just sort of clean his... Uh, Laser carbine, whatever. <laughs> he's check- it he's checking the power levels on the uh, the power pack for it. Okay, mine. The only the only no the only people who carry weapons on here are my crew. Mm. Nobody else. That's right. Because you're the only people on the ship I trust. Yeah. No, Warren no. has no. He's um, absolutely. <laughs> what's Warren carrying? Warren is carrying um, a revolver. No, he hasn't. Um, was. Don't know, don't know, <laughs> right, an auto rifle. Yeah, they um, were Warren, until they were Warren stowed away. No, no problems at all with you mm. looking after it. He doesn't particularly like the thing. He's trained to use it if necessary. But as far as he's concerned, he's a medical man. Mm. Mm. Right. Um, it takes about twenty minutes from reaching orbit, but uh, you've located the Sharon Challenger. It's where you expect it to be. Is it landed or is it in orbit? No, it's on the ground. Um, it's basically exactly where it was reported to have been. Do we have Doesn't imaging equipment on my ship? To a point. Um, 
at the very best. I mean, I mean, going imaging, to be short not of... scanning. I'm talking about here. What I want to do is to see: is it crash landed there? Is it parked there? Is the sand partly over the top of it? Is it nose first? Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, at the very best, it's going to be sort of Google Earth like. Yeah. Um, I know things do exist that you should be able to oh, yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looks fine. Um, you've, you can see the group of ruins. It's about half a k from a very large group. A lot of the ruins, um, they really are. They're sort of dome-like structures. Several of them are almost completely covered in sand. The ship, on the other hand, is clearly sitting on the ground. It's certainly from the the visuals you've got here. It appears to have landed. Appears to have landed safely. There are some small structures around it that you would um, suggest they're, they're actually tents and the base that they would have set up. Mm-hmm. Everything looks basically fine. Uh, so there's there's no problems with uh, with that that you can see. Well, since um, um, there's an ATV down there as well, right. uh, all-terrain vehicle. Since Daliardi seems so, uh, you know, fired up, fired up to do everything, I'll open the comms and say, "Well, do you want to hail them then, since you're the companyman?" Right. Uh, uh, Sharon, Sharon Challenger, uh, this is um, Daliardi on the Nutmeg. Come in, please. Is basically the response. Uh, this continues for quite a few minutes. He's getting increasingly frustrated and impatient. Can we see any movement? No. Uh, nothing at all. There's no, um, you know, white sheets teared up to say "help" in huge letters. Nothing like that. Completely <laughs> overlooked. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a country-sized SOS. <laughs> no, I can't see anything there. Uh, no, no, it's not actually. From here. There's no signs of activity, uh, nothing showing up on any of any of your instruments. There's no response to the radio calls. You can tell that there's there's power down there. Um, you're not looking at a, a derelict ship. Okay. Um, there are radio signals that you can you can tell there's radioactivity, but it's not um, it's not like communication. It's okay. just there. There's uh, radio. I'll um, tell down the audio to just switch off the comms for a minute. And I sort of, you know, turn to address everybody. And well, we're all in it together. I think it's a bit of a conference. What do people suggest is the next step? For me, we land slightly away from the site. We vax it up to make sure that we're completely we have a barrier between us and the environment, and we go and check it out in a small party. Going armed. Obviously. Me and one or two others. Take the doctor. <laughs> Uh, have a forward doc- party doc- being observed should, by should do an air check party. first. He will, he will insist on it. Yeah. I, mean, that's the, I was taking those, those sort of things I'm taking as a given. Then me, the doctor, the security guy, and uh, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't put the two docs in the same group. I do you mean what two docs? Well, well, you're you're a doc. Doc. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a doc as well. In that case. So keep me separate to the other docs. So me, the, me, the doctor, the security guy. If they, something they goes wrong, you've got a doc in We scout the ship out, make sure it's clear. Then the pilot can work on... Uh, can come no, in we'll and work and work on taking it off if he wants. Mm-hmm. After that, if the ship's clear, we're going to have to look for the planet. Yotusk is basically just nodding as in a whatever you say is fine way. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he clearly is not a man who was picked for his, his scintillating ideas, brilliant creativity, and ability to think outside of the box. You're going to be on um, one your own with two of their crew members. I don't mind that okay. because I'm also going to be videoing everything and sending it back to you. Fair enough. You've got that on your helmet. I think we established that when you were in uh, the last ship. We've got yeah, we some video feedback on that. Uh, you've got you've got a, a direct link. Yeah, through. and it's also what I bought. 
All right, sorry. it's one of the things I bought. So. That's a separate camera. Yes, I'm running two. You you will like, you will have to use that as a separate item. Um, Actually, I'd like the doctor to. He's going to have his hands full. He's okay. he's got okay. various units right, that he that needs to, we'll, we'll, to, we'll to test the area. Does the doctor need someone to carry equipment for him, or will he be okay with a three man team? Oh no no, he'll be fine with uh, fine with that. Okay. Uh, he's basically got a. A couple of pouches for the back suit, and it, it's it's a bit like a very deep Gladstone bag type yeah. uh, affair, yeah. which okay. which is a portable scanner, and he's got his regular med kit. Okay, okay. as long as oh, we're all agreed, the then I think we'll so. uh, head in. But we'll come, to come in a couple off. of miles. You know, oh, well, I'm going to stay always, here. Already we can always meet, to meet at another point. Yeah, you should be keeping a perimeter watch. Yeah, I'll go, you know, we'll, so we'll land two miles out. They've got the land vehicle anyway. Land with height. Yeah. We need somebody really to, to keep an eye on the forward group as they go out from a distance. So, we'll so, so you're, you're planning to take what the air raft in? Yeah. Well, I was going to say the ground car, but you know, you don't need if a couple of miles. If it's far enough, and if the sand can take it, if we can take it, a ground car could potentially struggle if well, in it's, case, it's take it some difficulty. We'll take air, air, air raft can certainly go over this yeah, terrain, and you can carry more stuff anyway. So we'll land on an outcropping somewhere nearby within a couple of miles, so that we've got good visibility and we can use the scanners without sort of getting hit. In I, I explained to the, the two people coming with me that the point of this mission, until it becomes otherwise, the point of this mission is to very carefully explore and make sure we're not attacked by danger. Okay. Yeah. So keep tight. Keep a watch out. Don't assume we're there. The doctor particularly don't assume we're there just to go and oh, well, let's go see how people are doing. And the next we thing we do is undo the weapon yeah. locker and get them the weapons. We, we keep okay. we keep it military until the the thing is secure. At which point you can start doing medical stuff. All right. At the moment he's another pair of eyes for me. Uh, Delarade basically uh, gets his auto rifle, takes a sort of quick glance at it, almost as if it's to check you haven't scratched it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's all he's interested with. That Yossi's on the other hand, an extremely efficient, quick strip down of the face of the ex-military uh, of the carbine. He's certainly security. Whether he's ex-military, you have to pick up because can't do rifles, so. he can't. Uh, this is a laser carbine. Um, he, so he doesn't, very doesn't tend to do sentences. Well. So if he gets, uh, loads up the backpack on his uh, vac suit, connects everything in on the cables. It's a, it's a bulky. Why is he bringing such? Why, why are you bringing such a bulky bit of kit here? What well, on earth do you think you're going to be firing at? We don't know. What do you think he might be firing at? Because that's some um, pretty uh, tough hardware. As long as he's on well, our side, I'm quite happy. Standard military yeah. Do you know anything we don't? No, the, I mean, the, don't forget the other people are armed with conventional weapons. Yeah, it's why he's from armed a, with that. that from a, a military point of view, it makes perfect sense to have a range of different types of weapons. You always, you have, what you do, you always have in any squad, you have somebody with a jimpy, and he's the guy with the jimpy. Jimpy. General purpose machine gun. Uh-huh. Can lay down a lot of fire very heavily. Yeah. I've only got a revolver. That's all I have. So, yeah. Well, his you, job is you to. You can't st- take a shotgun. You've got shotguns in your ship. His job is to sit back slightly, wait for you lot to come running back over the hill with the Indians following you and yeah. gun all the Indians yeah. down. That's yeah. what he's yeah. Um a, shot, a shotgun might well be worth taking because it's just quite simple to hit something with. Just concerns that they're expecting that level of trouble. We don't know what What's your definition? I think it's perfectly reasonable. You've got one person who is a weapons expert. Six. I think that's quite sensible of the company. Sorry. Not that great. I'm crap with the revolver. I'm actually very good with the cutlass. Your strength is what? Good luck. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this, you know. In the far, oh, far future, we're going to not just use ceremonial swords, we're actually going to use them in combat again. <clears throat> yeah, I've, Makes I've, sense on a spaceship. I've got a real sword. 
Yes, yeah. I'm taking it. Um, I I'm taking revolver, but frankly, I feel it's more to threaten people with. I've got taken the uh, <laughs> just for a bit of a lark. It's yeah. a lot of bullets. I've got the. Um, we won't threaten them without. I've got a series of handcuffs. I've got my video thing recording, Excellent. and I've got a sense of tactics. So I'd like to know. And if you've I'm got a faction and the rest. Mm-hmm. And I'm basically going to call, go up, scout round it, looking at what I can pick up from the floor. I.e. tracks out where the various work is, if anything's damaged from the outside, and then move in. Right. Um, as far as the video setup and goes, look out as well as in, just to clarify in case this becomes important, you have with you the video camera, separate mm. unit. Now I'm on the air Now the video link on your vac suit, it's pretty basic. Yeah. And it's not recording to anything that you're carrying. It's beaming which, back to the ship. Which is recording. So you can record things on the ship. Yeah. But um, you can't do something like take out a you know a, a data chip that you've got and put it into something else and play back a recording directly from your suits. So it's, it's just a streaming uh, image. Yeah. Um, All right. And we've got the communicator. Basically, I'm, I'm, I don't see any reason now we've got an air raft to not have double channel for things. Hmm. So I've got two types of video and two types of communicator, suit and... Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a, a communicator built into the back yeah. anyway, so you've got three there before you go on to any backups mm-hmm. so yeah. if there's a problem. And although you don't know if, um, if there is any kind of airborne contaminants, the air should be breathable if something happened to a back suit. Yeah, until we know otherwise, though, we're, we're keeping the back suit. Fair enough. Yeah. Right, are you taking it down then, Captain? Mm-hmm. And you're saying about two miles... A uh, couple of miles out, find a decent outcropping so we're slightly at height. There's not a great deal of height. Um, a lot of this really is dunes rather than, than rock. Would it be better to just hover them while they get everything out than actually land in case we that's see a, the... That's okay if you've got somebody who's, who's decent with an air raft, but it's it could cause problems. One thing, it creates a, lo- a lot of um, difficulty with swirling sand around the ship. Okay. You're not going to have any difficulty finding a solid base to land on. Fine. You're just not going to find the sort of promontory that you'd, you'd yep. really like. Cool. Right, there's absolutely no movement around the ship apart from the sand just blowing aside as, as you bring it down. Okay. Give it a couple of minutes, everything settles. We'll all go back into the hangar bay and start helping these guys um, sort everything out. Okay. The I'm doctor goes. We'll do that. Don't worry. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. I want to explore yeah, so what's don't left out. behind and uh, have a look at it. Yeah. Well, we will do. We're helping you at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, the doctor. The ship. Can you? We haven't done The doctor's gone straight. I'm worried about The doctor's gone straight into the airlock. Okay. And he's setting up air tests. So as soon as he's ready, he wants somebody to open the outside door, and then he's going to start testing the atmosphere. Your ship comes down. If something came close at that point, next time you look out, you can see it. That's what I'm saying. Keep a lookout, perimeter watch, while you're on the floor, to stop anything approaching. Okay. Yeah. So one of us will have to be in the cockpit to operate the airlocks and things for the dock. Mm -hmm. You guys are all in the hangar bay, and I'll be up in the cockpit or whatever or the bridge yeah. I'm just being cautious mm. but um, well we can't go out and do a perimeter watch yet anyway because the dock doesn't take any oh no it's just you walk around it I'm just, just keep a look out that's why you land on it with every good visibility yeah. the um, it's probably been 15 minutes maybe plenty of time for Delarade to get extremely antsy and um, very very annoyed that oh. the dock is taking this long just but he's, him he's anyway. just going through at his own pace yeah. and uh, he's got it checked and uh, 
calls through on the com link. Well, everything seems to check out fine. It's exactly as predicted, okay. uh, exactly as the challenger reported. I'm picking up no airborne contaminants, nothing unusual. Can okay. I, from my point of view, have a quick look at his results? Do they go through like a common uh, computer system so that I can bring up the results he's got? Everything everything he's got is on a portable unit in the Um, airlock. So um, unless you look at that, no. Which I can't. But you can go, I mean, if you wanted to, he can close the airlock, come back in, and you can have a look. Uh, What we should be doing. Because I I want to externally verify his results. Succeeding, we should be reporting back through the radio waves to the planet. To the other planet. I'll, I'll take so a quick walk. Oh, well, I mean, we'd be saying we landed and we checked the air. I mean, that would be, yeah. So that each step. Yeah. Even if they had to send another mission, the other Because I'm presuming we haven't got that much of a delay on communications back even to the planet. No matter of it. Even yeah. if we had, if, if ours was cut short at some point, they'd know exactly where we're up to. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to report I, We're going to report we found the ship. We're going to report that the air is indeed as they found it. Right. Considering that you've been doing everything methodically, <laughs> I, I just take it for granted that you'll be keeping a running log. Oh, but what I mean is it's spooling off to another planet. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I mean. It, it, right. it, so if our communication cut dead, it's not like it cut dead with them no, not knowing anything. Sure. Well, as far as the doc is concerned, and um, have a look at his results, you can see no no errors. He's been very, very thorough. Um, it's perfectly safe from a medical viewpoint. Okay, so doc, step outside. You guys down to the hangar on the air raft. Yep. We'll open the back doors. Out we go. The air raft is literally um, a raft with some <laughs> seats on it. It's totally open. It's an anti-gravity vehicle. It's got that um, very strange effect that it feels completely solid when you get in. It's not like stepping onto a, a slightly a wobbly, wobbly surface or something with any give at all. It sits absolutely rigid until it's ready to go, and then it's just gliding. There's no sensation of um, resistance against the ground. Uh, fantastic things. Yeah. So uh, the three of you are all suited up in there. Uh, the rest of you are staying... Close the hangar bay doors again, seal the ship, basically. Okay, now um, you've got the two company men, then uh, Yotisk and... The Doctor. Right, what about... Am I taking the pilot? No, I was going to say, no, no, no. Yotisk and the Doctor are going with John's character. Just the rest of us are staying on the ship. You sit right where you are, because you're not needed right now for anything. No, I need to get straight to the ship. No, you don't. That's the first thing I've got to do, is get to get that ship back. No. Look, I'm not Not waiting until we check the ship out. Are I'm going to go and check the ship out. You check out what you want to do. I'm going. No, you're not. I need to be on that ship. No, you don't. Doors on the ship, so we ain't going anywhere. Unless he wants to shoot me. You could try him. Because that's what he's going to have to do to get out. Really. He's got to get through both of us. Am I out yet, John? Yeah. Because yep. if, before I'm out, I've explained to everybody what we're going to do in, in the three who are coming with me. That was his chance to go, I'm coming, and me go, you're not. Right. But we just we did actually, we did actually say, say that, that yeah. there yeah. that you don't send the pilot across until yeah. Yeah. we. They are going to check the ship. Mission and one. Then we will get you mission across. Mission one is check it safe. Then if it's safe, you'll be the next person on board. <laughs> no, he won't. I'm going for a bunch. <laughs> no, you're not, because that isn't the plan. That isn't what we agreed. Uh, Meanwhile, the air raft cruises uh, smoothly out of the back. The no, you don't. So now you're captain. Who's actually piloting it? 
Could any uh, does either of those two have pilot aircraft skill? If we're risking anybody, we're risking their crew, not mine. Uh, then you'd better do so. Right. Uh, about why you want to I don't like to losing the rifle because you've been told to go and recover it in multi-million okay. credit um, ship. Me company. and the doctor then are keeping They want the ship back and the artifacts. They ain't interested in the people. Um, I'm instructing the doctor, basic military procedure, here's what we want to do. At the moment you're a pair of eyes. Look out, I want to see movement, living things, anything like that. Okay. He's pretty good, the doctor. Um, has a slight habit of his eyes are constantly being drawn back to the ruins. And he, he'd love, clearly love to spend some time examining things. But he's a professional. He didn't get to his age by being an idiot. So um, he's he's keeping a, a decent watch out. Okay. You get the feeling that Yotisk is doing the same. Uh, the thing with a with an air raft is you don't have to worry too much about the road. So um, there's no signs of life at all. You haven't seen any insects. You haven't seen any birds. The, the other thing I'd like ask him to take a look at is not just signs of alien life or something like that, but signs of our presence. So if it's obviously a ro- heavily used <coughs> road, that's something, mm-hmm. tyre tracks... Uh, whatever round car, or if there's a abandoned yeah. air raft, or if there's tents, any of those sort of things. I want to know. Okay, you've seen uh, from the uh, from orbit, you saw a number of things, and as you were coming down, there is at least one ground vehicle and several tents over by the ship, the Sharon Challenger. That's fine. So you know that the, they've certainly got a vehicle there. Okay. And several dead bodies. Oh, no, it didn't show up. Mm. Videoing it. Could have been picked clean by invisible sand ants. Well, while he's doing his view, I'd like the doctor to do the video. Hold the video camera. Okay. While I've got my suit videoing. Mm-hmm. You can take all the screen view. Yeah. It's we'll all there. Yeah, you right. know, screens on. So we've got the three of them. Right. What it is, here? you would have to say, the most tedious, godforsaken planet you've seen in many a year. <laughs> it's just dull. There's no vegetation. It, it It's... I mean, you've seen deserts before, and they've usually got some greenery, but this mm. is just sand and rock, and somewhere over the horizon there's a sea. Right. Um, okay. The other direction, there's an ice cap, but you can't imagine. That, unless they're going to dig up something really valuable, this is just a rock. Right. Okay. <laughs> when we uh, get to the ship... Yeah. Large sweep You're a couple hundred metres away from the ship, he's, uh, he's slowing down so, so that you can get an idea of the... I'm watching the closely now. Get a careful eye here. Video it. He's not going to let me go over and Slow printer. Circle. Some looking out, some looking in. Just want... If that doctor can look out, I want to look in. I want to know Mm. what state things are in. Particularly looking for damage, human activity, any movement. But kind of if there's, uh, you know, like a crashed car, if there's a body, if there's uh, somebody written something, if there's... uh, Something that would tell me how people were doing things before they stopped. Okay. Yeah. Well, you do do know from what you've seen the that table. the sand definitely <laughs> shifts, gets blown around, not in a, a violent storm-like way. It's but off the table. It's <laughs> <laughs> been invaded by an alien life form. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd, you'd be surprised if you saw any um, footprints. Mm. And sure enough, there's no real sign of anything there. You can see the ATV, the Sharon Challenges there, there are a couple of pressure tents. A um, few instruments set up, um, small meteorological station has been set up there. That's a relatively automatic thing, they just check periodically, so that's looking as if it's functioning. Um, can I feed through uh, requests 
because I'm watching the feeds of this. Mm-hmm. We are talking. Yeah. Uh, any chance of uh, streaming back any of the data that you, from that meteorological station? No, we'd have to stop. You'll have to get out. The in the perimeter. Uh, I suppose they're on the things, still, aren't they? You've Fair seen enough. no bodies. Uh, you've seen no blood. Right. Obviously, because it's it's desert and it is sand, there could be shell casings, perhaps, that have been covered up. But you've, you've seen no evidence We're of a firefight. The ship and the ATV do seem to be slightly damaged. Now, the um, in fact, there's a portable portable base as well. That's got the same sort of damage. And it's very similar to what you saw on the pinnace. Uh-huh. Uh, you're looking at sort of half metre to a metre jagged oh. holes. Okay. Um, generally quite low down. Outwards. They don't, they're not like... Ex- it doesn't appear, from what you can see, that there is sort of an explosion in or out. They don't seem to have burst out. There's no sense of the, the, the skin of the ship ripping out at all. Um, there's no sense of ripping in with time. Not obviously from here, no. I mean, if, if anything, you'd say that this is something that's gone in. Uh, it looks more like Is it moved like by a damage on the opposite side? Or has it gone in and stopped in the middle? Is he going to... You mean on the ship? I'll soon go around. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's definitely not gone directly right. through, but there is more damage all the That's way around. That's not going to make the pilot be able to return it, then, is it? Um, you've got. Can we get some zoom ins on that, please? You've so got we some can let Dolly have a look at it. Uh, okay, one sec. We'll just go around once, and then we'll come back and, and look closer. Warren looks forward to that. The uh, ship's launch is missing. What does that mean? What's the, launch? Uh, the ship's launch, it, it fits basically on the top of the ship. It's, it's um, I think, about a six or seven secret craft. That's it. And it's, um, it can be used as a runabout on I'll the planet. put okay. the schematic part <laughs> onto his hood, on his helmet. Thank you. Interesting. Uh, no sign of it yet. We'll keep going around 360. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, um, I'm just going to take the craft up. Something's obviously been yeah. nibbling away at something or what have you. We're going to lift off. Just going to abandon you. No, no, no. no, 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 no what's no, the plan? No, no, just get it off the ground. No, what's the plan? You, you don't need to be on there mm. for me right now. Yeah. So we'll just go up a few thousand feet and basically yeah. hold it. In fact, it might be easy to put it in orbit. It's less fuel consumption. Just just make sure you constant radio contact and you can see our pictures. That's is that cool. is that possible with their communicators? With your Google Earth, you can probably see us move around at the moment, mm. can't you? Mm-hmm. They, if they were deliberately looking for you, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that in communication range of Deliberately look for us. Yeah. Yeah. With the ship's yeah. computer in the air raft, yes. Yeah. 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 Deliberately look for us, because yeah. if you, we suddenly lost communication, you yeah. should still see things. Fine. <laughs> you've not seen any anything... Um, I was going to say as big as a cat, but you've not seen anything the the, the size of a, a flea mm. That's fine. moving around. So the only moving okay. objects... We're orbiting around. Okay. Okay. okay, I'd like to look for the story of what's happened, if I can. And by that, I mean, okay. uh, I'm trying to look for... As I go around, I'm looking for areas where damage exists, areas where I might get a clue as to what order it happened in. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe I could see from the way sand's blown in. What was what's old and what's new? Right, you without getting right up there, without That's getting right, out of the raft and walking up to one of these holes, you're not going to be able to see much in the way of how much sand's accumulated yeah. and so on. Um, it doesn't look as if there's any shrapnel lying around. Mm. There are no bodies, as I say. There's no sign of bodies. 
you can't really see a great deal in the ship because the only viewpoint in is through the bridge windows. But the bit I've seen that's got hole, there's no that metal has to go somewhere and it doesn't seem to be where it's gone yet. You, from where you are, you can't see a great deal. There are a couple of illuminated areas and it appears to go through the, the outer From what Dongyard has seen from, from this, can he suggest anything what might have caused the damage and if the ship appears to be flyable from what you can see? Well, we've, uh, we've got patches. We can uh, certainly patch that up, you know, get it into orbit. I'd, I'd wear a vac suit if I was flying it. I don't think I'd trust the whole integrity, but as long as it wasn't overpressurized when it was in space, we don't know what state the power plant's in, though. The, uh, the pinnace wasn't under, pla- under that power. Might be, um, that might be something to check. Does it look like it? I mean, from what you've said, it doesn't sound like it, but does it look like anybody's attempted to take off in it and had to come down again? The fact that it's it near the tent if, means. If they've come down, then they've come down. down in what you would have thought was their initial landing spot, and they've yeah. done it perfectly. So they've It not certainly hasn't crash landed. It doesn't look like there's been a, an aborted takeoff. It's so not it's sitting, sitting on the ground. I mean, it's, it's not, not sitting not on top of the tents to the yeah. point where if they took off, it would, dis- it would and destroy the And nothing's been buried in sand, has it? There's no. Is sand piled up on one side of things or anything like that? No. I I'm mean, just wondering if the, the landing gears got would be scouring from an incredibly strong sandstorm or something like that. It's but a big pot mark. Pot and and it's across. all well, around it. Yeah. You'd expect it to be covered with I'm sand John, if that's yeah. the case. Step one was to secure the perimeter. Yeah. If I've done that... Well, you've certainly seen no sign of basically any threats. And I've got the story of what's happening all around from a distance. Mm -hmm. I'll go close. Okay. Um, I will begin by coming close to the uh, train vehicle and just looking at the damage in it. Right. It's identical sort of damage. (laughs) Um, The skin has been penetrated in several areas. You can see in through the front windscreen and it's got no people sitting no in the front. Okay. The skin, the damage is as big as a metre damage. Yeah. The, the reasonably the consistent. There? There's no sound. There's no shrapnel or anything like so that. So something's almost eaten it in a way. Taking the bit away. Yeah, it's so a fairly it's ragged hole. It's not pushed through and it's not being pulled out. In if it's been pushed through, you can't you can't see it. No, it doesn't appear to have curled round. I mean, it's quite clearly scorched and and damaged around all the way ah, around the edge. Ah, a, a laser had burnt out. Nowhere near that. Yeah, size, molten, really. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm after. I mean, it's not just disappeared. It something's quite clearly burnt away. Yeah, right. So yeah, there are scorch marks around. Um, so it a is. Bit, does it look chemical? Yeah. But it isn't. Does it look chemical like There's something? There's no way of telling it from here. Etched out. To it, a it could could be chemical. It doesn't look like it's been splashed on from a from a distance like that. Okay, get close up. from this what distance. What does it look like? Close up. You basically have to get out of the air raft to, <laughs> to really have. Okay, the other two to be careful. I'm going to look. Okay, um, Yotisk is basically going to park the air raft a few feet up mm-hmm. to let you have a look, uh-huh. and he's going to. Park it and get out his carbine and That's keep fine. a watch. Yeah, and I'd like the doctor to uh, keep an outside watch. Okay. Uh, he's got his revolver at the ready, Oops. but he's, he's sort of looking around he's doing, with his I'll eyes, whereas Yoss is quite clearly looks with his eyes do. and his right and and carbine at all times. They mm-hmm. look like they're going to make a move. Mm-hmm. Um, are you up looking at the ATV now, or are you going to look at the, ATV. the ship? The ATV. It's immobile. There's damage to the front wheels um, of a similar sort. Does it look like the sort of damage somebody would do if they wanted to disable it? 
or does it just look like it's just had random damage and it happens? I wouldn't say it's that precise. Okay. No, um, it's almost as if somebody's tried to get in and found you can't get in through a wheel and gone somewhere else. As with the ship, all of the damage takes place pretty low down, um, certainly within your maximum reach. It's midgets with huge jaws. (laughs) Uh, okay. We're on June, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we're on June. Don't make any rhythmical <laughs> vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with a no, drum. play those drums. <laughs> fantastic. Oh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> but we were just about to, the uh, fools. I told them not to pack the bongos. No. Uh, <laughs> and if you've ever had your bongos packed, packed you, you'll know what good advice that is. <laughs> Uh, right, well I'll look at the edge of the, where the metal <coughs> damaged. Right, uh, visual inspection. It's definitely been burned, melted. It could be uh, chemical. It's it's not a clean cut. You, I mean, you're you're not really a, an expert. You've seen damage and so on, but you, you, you've not got a sort of a forensic view of the thing. You would you would say likely as not. It's not a laser. You've got computer stuff, haven't you? A little What's bit, yeah. Maybe. How big is the agent? Um, as big as this room? And you've got some medical... It's um, I'm, I'm, I've got a bit some, bigger than a Ford Transit. I've got a hand computer. I didn't get. I didn't do the yep. training John. in computer. Just putting in. Can yep. we capture some footage of one of these burn marks? Yeah. Well, so you will use the proper video camera for that. Yeah. Good, um, good. Capture that. Close up. Put, the, put that image into the computer measure one of these things and extrapolate from that sort of if it was a bite say what would be the sort of jaw size of the thing that would cause that that okay that, that it, it would be run away big well it, it would be it would be big but um it this doesn't appear to be a bite right it's more of a burn does um, it look like something has ejected something onto it that has then Melted outwards. That that's what it looks like most it would to be, me. It would be from close range if it was, yeah. because there's no major splash. But the fact that there's no material left behind there, means it would be it up, I'm sorry, I There would know. be material left if it was melt, melted. That's what I don't like. It's as if something's taken the middle bit away. Chemical. I mean, it could have, it could Venomous. easily have burnt through somehow. Mm. Um, it's you know, it, it is, it is ragged. It is distorted. No, it's not pulled in, right. in slack. But we've not seen that. Okay. Inside? Inside, pretty much what you'd expect to see in this section of an ATV. This leans through into the passenger compartment. Um, there are no bodies. There are no sort of shine, shine. sitting vaccines. In the passenger compartment? Uh, it's, it's empty. There's some damage inside. Uh, one of the seats is, again, sort of burnt, melted slightly. No but sign of human burn. Flesh or something. No. What about the uh, log from the ATV? Is there such a thing? They are unlikely to have... Like the black box? A, no? No, it doesn't have something like a, a flight recorder. It's just a general purpose utility okay. vehicle. No and Back out, slowly? Yeah. Uh, no sign of its cargo, by the way. Could you just make me roll on your decks, please? Roll two dice okay. and see if you can get equal to or less than your dexterity. Uh, no. No. Okay. Um, I'll put my pencil. Equal to or less? Well, that would have been a yes for me. And one clumsy sod. Yeah. So, yeah. Six. 
equal to or less. Yes, I got six as my dex. So and you rolled eight. Eight does yeah. not go put it. And I, you I were in... Uh, six as well. Right, yeah. Where are the vaccines, are you? Mm, well, sadly, I didn't necessarily want to. I'm keeping an eye on what the we other two guys are doing. Yes. Yeah, John, that's fine. Um, I did mention earlier that I was keeping an eye on what the two company men were doing so that I could warn him if any if they looked like they were making a move. Yeah. Um, the, the Doctor and Yotisk are acting, as far as you can tell, in an entirely professional manner. Mm. Um, keeping an eye out. They they haven't clearly reacted to anything. Okay. The Doctor has a tendency to watch what he's doing rather yeah. than watching the perimeter, but he's he's not a, a military security man. Um, the edge of the the hole that you, you've leaned through, as you go out, just to keep your balance, you just put your hand on it, and it starts sizzling and mm-hmm. has caused some damage Patch. to the vac suit. It's not breached it oh, by okay. any means. But um, it's caused some... Okay. Uh, Has it melted off? those sort of hard plastic pads that would be on the end of the fingers, that kind right. of thing? It's caught it on the arm. <laughs> it's, um, it, it's some sort of corrosive. That's the Doctor. Uh, I'm going to start looking at the perimeter a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be very yeah, careful. There's some the sort of costing here. Uh, could you determine what it is? Okay. Uh, certainly, I'll have to, uh, have to get off the raft. Can you take samples? Yes, you'll have to get off the raft. Right. He rummages around in the, the med kit, clambers over the side of the air raft, comes over and starts to, <laughs> to get uh, samples with it. He's using... Uh, it's a kind of glass-type rock, and it starts fizzing and dissolving before mm. your eyes. A glass? Blown. Crikey. So There's no real residue on it. Hydrofluoric acid or something? Whatever it is, he can't actually put it... There isn't a huge amount of residue, but clearly a small amount is enough to go through what he was going to put a sample in. So um, he can't actually take a sample safely with the equipment he's got here. Okay. Can we cut a piece off? And carry yes. that. And carry uh, what with? not touching anything. What with? Laser carbine. Or is it not like that sort of weapon? It's, I don't... It, you can't sort of turn it into a cutting beam, no. Right. Uh, you'd have to use. Would you have anything on the aircraft? Well, you've got a, you've got a toolkit. Um, you'd, you'd be able to sort of hacksaw a bit out. You've got to be very careful that you don't mm. melt your hacksaw blade. Or melt us. Mm. That's right. more of the problem. Yeah. Well, punch a hole well, I, I in, away pipes. from so the edge. Put pipes. your right. saw in and then go round so that the last thing you do is break yeah. it off. It's a good 15 minutes work to safely do that. I'll do it. And you've, you've got a, a section, probably about the span of your hand. Okay. Uh, right, well, I want to get... I don't know what you're going to put that in now. Though. Sand. Okay. okay. Put a bucket of sand, dump it in. All right. Okay. Frankly, it's the best thing I'd say if you think I think of putting in. All right. Anything that the contaminated edge touches that's starts to I'm melt. Melted. Yeah, that's all right. Interesting. And yet it's not melting further. Is the near where the spacecraft is, just looking at a sort of satellite image, if you like, from where we are. Good defences thing. Is there some? Um, is there a bigger building, or any? Do any of the ruins show particular? You know, like they've been of particular interest to the party while they were there, and other bits of equipment around any of the ruins right. or anything like that. Well, the, the ship is down near one of the larger sections of ruins and okay. the larger domes. 
you can't see any ornamentation, any particularly obvious entrance or anything like that on most of them. One of them, it's... If it's not an, an, a deliberate entrance, then part of the thing has, has collapsed. There does appear to be an area where you would say people have been digging. Right, okay. John, did you not mention earlier that our travel time was about the same length of time that this guy was going to need to wake up? Can mm, I open comms back to the company mm-hmm. to ask, right, is this guy saying anything of interest for us? Right. Uh, so while this is going on and you're getting the sentence on, you do get a word back from uh, the doctor who's attending. Well, I'm afraid uh, we've not been able to get any coherent story from him at all. He's uh, he's got a mild sedative uh, now. We've managed to, mm-hmm. to just keep him calm but still conscious. But I think this is going to require a bit of counselling before we can piece this together. Quite frankly, he's unhinged. Um, well, what's he saying? Exactly. I know it's insane ramblings, but anything you can tell us will be useful. Well, he just keeps going on about Chamax. So obviously, as, as we could have guessed, something's happened on Chamax, but that, that doesn't really tell us a lot. Uh, can you give me specifics that he's saying? That really he is repeating... That word he, again. He's again. saying, no, Chamax, oh no... It, I mean, it's it's nothing. It's it's uh, it's not even sort of delirious ramblings. It's it's just. I'm not listening to this. Quite before, focused. Am I? Mm. Nope. Or I would say. All right. So I'm okay. not hearing it. Okay. Thank you. We. Yeah, we'll, I'll give uh, him a report. We'll update you as soon as there's any substantial change in his condition. We we are seeing one interesting thing. I, I'm not seeing it firsthand, but it Send seems to be imaging. a chemical that's yeah. eating Show the away video at the footage ship. Of them if, you know, what's happened yeah. to his suit in the glass go. rod sort of thing. Mm. Has, uh, has Dr. Warren seen this? Yes, he, he's currently he, well, shown on the sample footage. So. Can he identify it yet? Uh, no. And can they, have they got any idea from back where they are? Yeah. No way it. of telling from, from it, just looking at it. If you have any uh, information on chemicals that can melt glass. Um, right. Well, we'll certainly, uh, we'll have a look. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can reference anything with the, uh, the data here. Thank you. It's certainly nothing, to the best of my knowledge, that we we use in the company. So it's, I'd say, it's a, a, an external influence. Um, not any of our equipment malfunctioning, anything like that. Right, I'll move around to the ship. Okay. Sharon Challenger. It's considerably larger than the Nutmeg. The, uh, the, the streamlined. Guy. I mean, it's a nice He's not given any useful info. The launch is missing, which mm. um, isn't necessarily a surprise because they would have been using it to explore other areas, but it's not in the immediate vicinity. So um, we're clearly not picking it up from orbit either. So. Has it got you a, haven't been searching. Has for it got it a radio signal for it? It's a, it's a much smaller. But if you want to start deliberately searching for it, you you can. Has it got a radio signal? Can you locate it on it? It would have a radio. Um, you you but can't not. just. I mean, if it's active, then you know you can you can search for it. Well, um, yeah. Well, just. I mean, I would have thought. Look for it. Yeah, we'll go and look for it. Yeah. Okay. Would we have known if it was going towards the sun? It it's it's quite yeah. a small craft. Um, you would slower. Yeah, you would not. Imagine that um, it could have got past Alanzar base, in all honesty, particularly once they detected the pinnace. They've been waiting to hear from the team on Chamax you know, okay. for a week, and they, they've been keeping an eye out for anything. So it, 
it's very likely to still be on the planet. All right, the uh, challenger. All right. Um, are you taking anyone with you? Are you going in yourself? Are you and the doctor? Or yeah, yeah, we're going to drive up to it first. Okay. Three it, of us. As before, as we did the perimeter, it's a matter we're going to sit on the ramp again. Yep. going to come close. Now, this bucket of stuff with the thing in and everything, mm-hmm. I'm going to wedge solid, sit everybody away from it, place something over the top, but make sure it's like... Oh, cool. there's there's an yeah. equipment locker at the back. You can just put it inside and it's it's safely secured. Good, because if it started burning, I'd want to not... Jack, status it. report. How's the damage on your hand doing? Check. Doesn't go any further. Thank you. It's You've got a, an outfit that's made of multiple layers of ballistic cloth and various things, and it's, it's caused some damage to the outer layers, but it, it's not as if you dipped your hand in a bucket of the stuff. Okay. Um... Which you would think is probably a bad idea. Mm. Right, where's the damage on the thing? Uh, on the ship, where are you? Uh, just point out to me where you are approaching from. Well, we've done a full flyby. Oh, it's in that case, it's sort of dotted around the outside. Again, quite low down. There's nothing that you can see particularly by the wings. There appear to be four breaches. Um, the bow <coughs> doors are breached. and Breach with burn marks. Yeah, it's exactly the same kind of thing as before. You've got a you slightly irregular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's hay fever. Mm-hmm. I've been suffering terribly. I've had the maximum amount of antihistamine. <laughs> and it's hardly touched it. Yeah, I'm loaded up, but I'm just about managing. Uh, port side, next to the side door, there's a breach through there. Which is the port again? <laughs> and on starboard you've got two breaches there. Right. <laughs> so that's um, four from the outside. Uh, it's possible that you've got breaches to the top and underneath. You'd have to get out to check underneath. You can have a look on the top by flying over it if you wish. Okay, I'd like to go into the undamaged side door. Yes, okay. okay, the... The left, the port side, the door is undamaged, but there is a breach next to it, towards the wing. I'd like to go through the uh, other side. That actually has a breach Where next to the door and through the door itself. Do um, they look like they line up, as if it's all the no, way through? Okay. No, they don't. I'd like to go through an area that is not got that acid on, if I can. Okay. Uh, from the outside, you can see uh, basically damage there... Over there. About yeah. there. So we're in there. So you're going through this door here. Yes. All right. Uh, we're going to park the raft. Yep. I'd like you lot, please, yeah. to keep an eye on the raft while we're leaving the raft completely alone. <coughs> okay, we're not looking for launches. So yep. number eight is the, well, the pilot equipment storage compartment. Well, I'm I'm much depends how we're looking for the launch. If we're actually leaving your pos- I was position. I figuring you'd be using the electronics. Just doing scans. Mm. Yeah. You probably to to really look for it. It's a small vehicle. Depending where it is and what's been done with it, you know it's not very close to where you are, and it it's got a massive travel range as far as the planet's concerned. So you'd have to move the ship. We're not on to a do time. a proper search. We're not yeah, on time. time. Yeah, let's let, let's do know, the job sequentially. Both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you. To, I want you to keep your eye on the raft when we leave it, mm-hmm. because I'm going to be. In fact, I want you to keep an eye on the whole ship from a distance because yeah. we're going to be leaving. The raft. Mm-hmm. All three of us moving in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, <coughs> I'm going to, from this point, my standing order, if you like, is that everybody be very careful where they step and touch for the acid. 
Absolutely. The, the doctor nods. He's uh, a little bit nervous behind the faceplate, but you know, he's obviously not a man of action. But you can also tell he's he's also quite <coughs> excited by the whole thing. As long as it stays as a bit of a lark, he's he's okay. perfectly solid. Yotis, God only knows. Um, he's he's either cool, calm, and collected, or he's just so dull that nothing phases him. <laughs> Got some sand. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna scatter it across as we Okay. You're uh, you're opening the actual. Door. Yeah. Right. But I'm um, scattering. Uh, basically, I want to. I know it sounds stupid, but I'm, I'm going to go from here to the bridge. All right. Okay. What on the way? I want to be throwing sand on things because the sand will fizzle if it's got acid, and I'll immediately be well touching you, it. You can tell if anything has got from what you've seen. You can tell if anything's actually got acid because, because it melts through. It doesn't just keep going indefinitely. That's it, right. There is. But a, yeah, I'll, I'll don't be touching the control panel. Find my hand burning off. Right. I don't want to be control stepping onto the though, floor and finding my foot. If you think that's not likely, and I've it, determined that, I'm you, fine. you, from what you've seen, yep. every material that that has touched this stuff has shown damage. Sometimes right. catastrophic case, damage. Sometimes just. Case, I'll be very careful watching, but uh, slow moving, watching all around. Three people looking different directions, moving very cautiously. Start with the door. Okay. The uh, the port door ramps down. We've got our weapons out. All right. Uh, Yotisk is automatically oh. taking point. He's uh... what the hell does that mean? Point. Go first. He's up ahead. I'm going first. Imagine an arrow point. You can go first if you want. He, I mean, his assumption is that he has the, the, the junior <laughs> member would. Yeah. Is that the way you're in charge? Work? Uh, generally speaking, I think he probably wouldn't put the the, the team leader. In the most, most dangerous, most vulnerable position, but how you run the team is entirely okay, up to well, you. Certainly, don't send the doctor in first. I, I, would, <laughs> I would suggest. But I, I, other I, than that, it's up to you. Well, he got the range weapon, you see, so I wouldn't put him first. But it's oh, right. so, no, yeah. he will go first because I will be following my tactics, and therefore yeah. that makes sense. He's got a carbine, which is pretty decent in in close quarters, as long as it doesn't get too close. Right. Um, this leads through to a fairly open area, like a sort of wide corridor. The lights are on dim. It's not emergency lighting, it's just the sort of standard, not completely powered down, but um, more like a night light, effectively. Um, everything seems absolutely fine inside. There's no evidence of uh, any massive damage. The only thing that's out of place is um, there's a sort of a, a shaggy dark ball It's about half a metre across. And that's sitting a couple of metres inside the door. Kill it. Back off. Okay. Set the video to zoom. Mm-hmm. Start lots of pictures. Anybody got any idea? I have a horrible feeling this is what's made the damage. Does it look organic? We, we could do with more light on looks that. looks sort of furry. Um, I'm not a fan of this. Hard to say. Uh, Warren's looking past. Is it doing that kind of... It's know, Warren? That kind of thing. Back off and use the binoculars. It's a bit hard to, to use binoculars in the back suit. I'll do that. But uh, I mean, you can open the visor. Light. For... Can oh. we use any type of goggles to look at whether this There's is radiating heat? I'm particularly interested in whether. You can't. Um, I'm particularly interested in whether the floor. Oh, can you do this? Wait. I'm interested in whether the floor is being burnt by it. No, as far as you can see, there's no evidence of uh, damage around it. Is it radiating heat? Have I got anything that will tell me that? Uh, the, uh, the, the doc can get his environmental kit and uh, check things out. 
After a couple of minutes of uh, checking, as far as you can tell, it's yeah. not emitting. Oh, can you just pull the curtains across because the security light blinds across the room. Thank you. It's not emitting um, any any heat particularly. It's about uh, about room temperature. Uh, there's no particular radiation or anything like that. Is there a door there? Uh, yeah, that's a door. Okay. I'm going to come round out, move the raft slowly round. Mm-hmm. Move the raft round to here. I'd like to look in through the bow doors. Right. You, the only way you can look in through the bow doors is either to open them, and these only open from the inside, or to peer in through the... Peer the, the hole. There is a hole there. Okay, that area is area nine. Because that'll be what's um, on the other side of the door we don't if we were opening it. On the other side of the door is, as far as you can tell, an empty room. It's the ATV bay. This is where the all-terrain vehicle is parked when it's not in use. It seems to have everything in you'd expect. There is this burn hole through the bow door, and there's some slight splashing and scorching. No more of these furry things. Nothing you can see from there, no. What about the... Um, uh, how would I get from the lower floor to the upper floor to get to the bridge? Uh, from the lower to the upper, the easiest way is to go up through one of the hatches, um, which are towards the rear of the ship. Right, so is there a door towards the rear? Can I go through the launch access? Uh, no, that that leads to the launch, which is no longer here. Can, yeah. I, can I come you can on top get of in, the ship? You can get in through that, yeah. and you've also got things on the wings and so on that you can get in. Okay, what I'm interested in doing at the moment unless anyone has any better ideas, mm-hmm. is ignoring this thing and going for the bridge mm. before I look at what this thing is. I'm trying to do things which are low danger before I do the thing that's high danger. Mm. OK. So I'm going to attempt to go through, look at the top of the ship if I can. All right, yep. Uh, are you going around on your own, or are you taking the We're full We're all together. Team? Right. Air or just climbing up there? Can the air get up there? The air can reach orbit. Then we'll it's go. not the best way to travel, but it's, we'll it's an anti-grav vehicle. So yes. I like that. Then in that case, we'll float up towards the top. Right. See Look, through the window. Looking well. down, there is no apparent damage to the upper hull. Mm-hmm. Um, consistent with everything you've seen on the pinnace, everything you've seen on the ATV, all the damage is fa- fairly low down. The hatch, as far as you can tell, looks perfectly intact. Okay. Um, I have a good look round it for a bit, then I'm not. Right, sir. That will be the point man opening it. Yep. Access hatch opens up. There's a short ladder leading down. Uh, opens up, actually, into uh, just off the galley area. <coughs> Shine torches, look around. Mm-hmm. There are several... Similar objects in there. Ooh, nasty. Okay, either we've got tribbles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's scary, isn't it? I'm assuming that's a cat. Oh, Is it a sort of half-metre hairy ball? Yes. <laughs> okay, There's a, a mop on the other side of the glass. <laughs> Dumb cat! It's outside. Okay, I don't like this at all. Um, have we got cutting equipment? No, not To really. get us into the cockpit straight away. I'm going to walk across and look in the bridge, bridge windows. Kitty. But I'm not going to walk not across. I'm going to use the raft across so it's silent and airless. It's, 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 it's down. Look down the bridge windows. 
The bridge, uh, it's got two iris door entries. Those are both closed. The bridge itself, as far as you can see in, seems perfectly intact. You've got no evidence of any of these items there. If I took the windows out, would it mean that the crest was unflyable? Yes. So it's also quite hard to do. Is it? Well, you've got to consider that this, this is a spacecraft. kind of uh, throwing enter. a brick through the window kind of stuff, is it? You know, it's... There's no other way... It's in. liable to get hit by things in space, so they, they build them too. What about I'm, concentrated I'm fire from the laser? I'm not at all... Right, I'm going to fly around very slowly looking in the windows. Actually, he I could just any single take this shard person. he's got and just There's paint no evidence of, of anybody. <laughs> and then he'd yeah, be able no, to yeah. take the glass You can't out. see very far. So the you've got windows at the very in the front. In and in the bridge. Gully and in the nothing uh, in the bridge. Sorry, in here. Yeah, but bear in mind you can't see into the majority of the ship. What room is it with loads of these things in it? It's the galley, and unfortunately that's our way in. It's, so one, of your, it's one of your ways in. So the, the galley is you've got in wings. You've also yeah. got access uh, lower down. You can't John. get into the turret. John, yes. Um, you mean Jack. Jack? Jack, have you got some um, rations with you? Yes. Because you're trying to break off a bit of the ration and chucking it towards one of these things. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm moving to plan B. Plan what? Plan I'm a. suggesting this from orbit. Yeah. <laughs> plan a, yeah, was, oh, I, Hey, you want to go out there. <laughs> you know. Have you got a nuke on the ship? Yeah. It's the only way to be sure. Um, plan. What, and then look for survivors? <laughs> Have you done a rescue well, mission before? Well, it's just that they're all collected in the galley. I'm assuming they're after food. No, plan A... Plan, plan A was going to be to go to the bridge and look at the computer. Mm-hmm. Plan B was to interact with these things. Okay. I was not Carry wanting on. to unless I had to switch to plan B, but okay. I can if you wish. No, no. If you can get into the bridge without That's going anywhere near those things, then fair enough. Or making the craft unflyable. Mm. Um, so if I get in through the wing, yeah. would I be able to avoid the galley? No. You'd just be approaching it from another area. So I Where's the galley? The only way to completely um, bypass it yeah. is to go in from the lower floor. And where's the lower floor going upwards? Well, you've got hatches that lead to a similar area to the wings. Mm-hmm. Um, now, essentially, These everything everything way. kind of goes through either that main corridor where you met the first one, or through the galley area. You know, the only alternative would be to, to actually destroy one of the turrets and go in through the turret hatch. The ship can fly without its turret because the turret hatch is spaceworthy if it's sealed, and you could then drop directly into the bridge. How easy is that to do? It's extremely hard because you're looking at the outer area. I mean, a turret—it's not armed. This thing's got basically hard points for turrets, but it's the outer skin of a spacecraft. Um, it, it requires weaponry to. To do it or serious cutting gear. Okay, that's something I'm afraid you don't have with you. Even in any case, didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do things that were loud or obvious or flashy or whatever. Okay, in that case, we have to attack a creature, assuming it's a creature or a thing, whatever it is. Uh, We'll go down again. Why do you need to attack a creature? Tackle. I didn't attack. attack. Sorry, I thought you said attack. (laughs) Tackle. Uh, Go down to the side door. Uh, Yes, this is the port side. Working for. Okay. Uh, Two. Point man in first. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's saying yacht iscus. Shut, shut the cabin down. <laughs> <laughs> then bang loudly on the side. <laughs> he's here, lunchtime. I uh, to you call, always assume the worst, you people. Cautiously scurrying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watching for signs of movement or life or anything. Okay, you're no, following Yachtiskin yeah. and is the doc in the yeah. raft or is he? No, no, Doc will come with us. But the <laughs> most important thing for me is that we're not in a line because this thing is squirt. So that, that's right. it. The most important thing for me is that he moves in and goes round and then second okay, moves Being in, in a line sounds like a good idea in. if I'm at the back. I, I particularly want us to be spread out and I don't. I want us to keep as far away as we can. Keeping an eye you can keep stuff. about, oh, that's about three metres from it at most by walking along the door. It takes you that's past the, one of the ragged burn holes in here, but, you know, somewhere away. You can step away from yeah. it at that point. And then you're fairly clear. Um, you're, you're past it, you've left it three or four metres back. Okay. There is another of these things in the middle of the corridor, though. Where? Which corridor? Uh, this is the corridor. You've come in here. Yep. Uh, you've encountered this thing about here. You've got this feeling you're going to get let in. You've got another one. But then you're not going to get let in. Yeah. I'm not going that way. Or um, why well, would I go that way? Because you're heading for the uh, Can't access here and upstairs. Uh, that, I don't I don't think section 8 actually goes. Uh, 6 or 8. Note that um, equipment bays, they don't lead up. Okay. In that you case, need, I, you need I, to go through one of the hatches. Right, I'm, not, I'm not going in. Uh, we're going to here. Yeah, so I've got a person one side of it. Mm-hmm. I've got me this side of it, and I'd like the doctor to now go and look at it very carefully. Okay. Uh, and I'm telling him that I've got to treat this as hostile, so I want him to approach to a not touching distance, and I want him to use any scans he can from a distance that are quiet. Right. Well, it's um, and we're pointing weapons at it. It's a tense few minutes. He's done further scans you've got some video evidence it's a kind of hairy football from what it's you a can giant see. ball sack what does he return well it's oh my uh, god it's the acid spitting ball sacks from space no <laughs> seems to be organic um I can't see any means of propulsion. I can't see any <laughs> any sensory equipment. It doesn't appear to be then it breathing. Um, okay. Are you at all trained in anything? Uh, he does actually have some um, background in this. Hang on. He is uh, an experienced xenobiologist, and yeah. he can do biological tests if necessary. He can, you know, try and take a skin sample or a hair sample. Go to town okay. on it. Assuming it is hair. Uh, all right, I, I need some instructions now, Captain. Uh, my opinion would... is the following: there are no life pe- life forms on this. Uh, well, there might be aliens, but there's no humans that we're here to rescue on this ship. So I can go and try to start looking around the perimeter and start searching for them, if that's our mission. I, I can investigate this, think, if this is our mission. I think we come, we established, as you say, there's a fair chance that there's no one on this ship right now. Or at least corporeal and not being acid. Yeah. I think that you we move away from the get, ship for now. Back off you back off for now. Yeah. You return to a safe distance. Yeah, that's what I thought. We're going to go and look for the launch yeah. and see if we can find that. So establish yourself a base camp somewhere yeah. a distance from here. Actually, I'm going to sleep on the raft up. Fair enough. 
because as far as I'm concerned, there all the damage has been low down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, so Warren looks about. Are, are we leaving now? Or? We're back. In well, I, I can I can take more samples here. Yes, I'm sure May, that will happen later. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we should probably also <laughs> have check the ship's log. They might explain where they've gone. Yes, that will happen later. Oh, okay. Can't get, can't get to the but ship's I, log, though, can they? No, 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 uh, well, these things seem to be inert. So it's all right, Warren, but the point is that we do step by step. Step two is now they're going to look for the lodge. Okay, sure. Yeah. So we back off. We're going to have a bit of an uncomfortable night, or, or next hour or two, sitting on the raft a little high up. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to see what they report back. I think your girlfriend's right. suffering a bit here, mate. Oh, yeah, it's right. coming up to ten o'clock now, um, so we should probably. I'm enjoying it. Hold just there because you are. Well, it's ten normally. Should sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, and you are starting to look a little wretched. Yeah, thank you. Right, so you're at the um, at the early hey stage there. Mm-hmm. You've encountered a dust ball. Um, <laughs> Tumbleweed. Mm. We'll see what happens next week. Mm. Fantastic. Marvellous. Okay. Boldly leading from orbit, I see. I'll send out the doctor, the guy who doesn't say much, and the gung-ho marine, who, frankly, I never liked anyway. <laughs> I think he's been far from gung-ho, I think. No, Very cautious. I I, I've been, um, what's the mission? I'll do the mission. Mm. What? Uh, you were all just as mercenary as I'd expected you to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, can everybody's character sheet in? And uh, here's my tip of the day for any GMs out there, is when you collect your character sheets from everybody on the first session, make sure they've actually bothered to write the characteristics on the sheet so that you don't have a bit of a frantic night trying to reconstruct <laughs> what they wrote. I told you rolled. to just make it up and I'd play it. <laughs> you didn't have to listen to it all again. We rolled one stat, really. Yeah, so we knew what we kind of were. This week... <laughs> Social standing might be vital next week. <laughs> when you meet the king of the dust bunnies. <laughs> the king of the ballsacks. Wasn't the ballsack... No, that's somebody yeah. else. King of the ballsack people. Right. Lovely. Uh, so, fairly quiet one. We'll cut them off there. It's just over two hours. Good night. And Good night. Uh, back next week. I have to...